conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Here we come. We're going to get you. (laughs) Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Big boy is looking on with that reassuring face. Hello, big boy. Golden ticket seats. Watching the program today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy. Uh, all on Team Rick and Bubba. Eddie Van Adler is your TV producer, and he's got a, another way for you to see the show live. If you've never seen Rick and Bubba, you've only listened, go to our YouTube channel if you would like to have that experience. But remember, eating sausage is one thing. Seeing how it's made is another. Oh, boy. But that's uh, available free now. Uh, if you uh, had the Blaze TV subscription, you still get a Best of Rick and Bubba hour. Uh, commercial-free inside your subscription and all the great Blaze TV programming as well. But as far as your live streaming option, uh, it is YouTube now in the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Uh, Rick and Bubba University today, Skunk Baxter. We ain't got no band. Andy, uh, all earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. One double drivel away from still being in Minneapolis. Yes, uh, you were. And uh, I wanted to ask you something, and you said you had something that you wanted to mention too, but I just want to I just want to clear the air on something. And I know the boys have talked about it. My responses I got back were from Helmsy, from Greg, and Speedy. Did you ever respond? Mm-hmm. Did you finally respond mm-hmm. to? Um, you were so hectic. So I have to ask you now, and that's after, it, it, the, the, it's over. There's nothing we can do now. Right. But when I sent out the Marco Polo uh, to, <laughs> to the team, and I said, I'm very concerned the fact that I haven't watched college football and probably – I keep saying football because <laughs> it's the only thing I care about. Uh, I haven't watched college basketball uh, in probably with, with zero hesitation, I would say three years. It may have been more. Like I said, the last thing I saw might have been NC State beating five <laughs> slamming Jim. <laughs> Uh, but um, but anyway, um, Man, that was a good one. It, but, yeah. but there You're was talking about a shocking ending to that one. Yeah. But but as I good one to end. On. But I said everybody loves a good Cinderella story. I do. I enjoy these sure. sport, these great stories and and you know Texas Tech and, and Auburn both had one going. You have to understand where we live in our state to hear that Auburn's basketball team is going to play for a Final Four is like somebody telling you while you're at the carnival, would you like to see the three-headed calf? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah was... and, and so I, w- I was like, okay, I, I don't want to stay in the sideshow, but I have to admit, tonight, this game today, I've got a three-headed calf feel about it. I'd like to at least go in and look at the three-headed calf. But I didn't want a mojo because I know that, um, you know, I, I, have, I have kids that care about Auburn, one that's graduated, one that's going this fall. Your kids are there, they're – they love Auburn. I know you like Auburn. I was an Auburn football fan growing up and uh, with my dad who played at Auburn. So I was like, but there's a lot of people. I don't. I mean, this is not a big deal to me, but I know it means a lot to a lot of people, so I don't want to mess it up by just casually looking into the three-headed calf. And so I went on Marco Polo and said, I will not watch if, I, if this is going to potentially be mojo for Auburn because I'm, I'm coming in with no investment and I and I could mess up the whole deal, and I clearly heard back from Helmsy, Greg, and Speedy that since I was not emotionally attached, I could have no impact on the game. You were busy and were not able to respond. What would you have said? No, I think you were in the clear, Rick. I, I mean, I think there was seventy-two thousand people that were closer that their mojo would have had more effect than yours. 
just based on distance. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Of course, then we sit here with how it ended. <laughs> well, Rick, if it makes you feel any better, there's probably, I don't know, 30,000, 40,000 people who think they did something too. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. But, but, but we can't ignore that I watched and something weird happened to well, Rick, We can't you, ignore that. If you can't ignore that, you can't ignore the fact that Bill Bubba Bussy went to the, this is the first game he's been to. I mean, if you can't ignore it, I don't want to bring it up, and I don't think he had anything to do with it. I like his point about yeah. there's so many other right. people. So many other factors. But if you bring you up, right. you have to bring him well, up. Well, but he's been invested the whole season, though. Uh, he's been, oh, no, I'll come in here eating chicken. But he, Rick, so you he, watching Auburn's basketball team, and they rain in threes. But he, has, he hasn't been to a game. <laughs> Did you not see he him? He hasn't been to a game. What about Rick? that thing we got from now? He was screaming, it's raining threes. Has he been, <laughs> to, <laughs> has he been to a game? Well, no. I was doing that. Right, yeah, but I mean, he's been invested. I'll be honest. For him to go, I think it's natural. It just hit me. I, I think, do. Rick, I think my wife may have mojoed him. It just okay. hit me. She had taken a picture. Of, we were in Georgia, and baby Ellis was there, and he that's my grandson. Yeah. And he had on an Auburn shirt. I saw yeah. that. Saw it. And she had the picture of him with his arms out that saw she that. had taken before the end of the game. She goes, when they win, I'm oh. going to post oh, this. Oh, no. Like, 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 you're I, I out, think, and you're out. I think Lisa did. <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm brave. She appreciates I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. She did. I'm sorry. I'm in the clear. I mean, I mean, you got to consider that. Wow. Right. Yeah, she was completely okay. innocent because she don't yeah. understand mojo. Oh yeah, but well, she was holding the picture back, and I was kind of in on it. So yeah, because that'll be a good one. And she went ahead and put it out. And said she went, made that. Comment. Well, so she went ahead and did it anyway. But but now you make it, it up look what she like said. he was cheering. Yeah, it so really she did. was like, when the it clock really runs did. out, I'm gonna send it out like baby oh, else is pumped. So she had it ready to hit send, yeah. huh? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Send it anyway. That really? now so she that did. That she did put win or loss. Baby Ellis still loves Auburn. She, yeah, changed the she, verbiage. she changed the verbiage. But she late, was though. sitting on it, so it may have been Lisa. <laughs> okay, well, I'm out then. I didn't <laughs> know that happened. You're clear. <laughs> Rick, clear. clear. I'm clear now. <laughs> I didn't know something like that happened. That's, that's as blatant as I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Lisa's fault. Okay. By the way, I had to get on to Ryan Greenwood, who you know is the keeper of Mojo. Yeah. <laughs> you basically go to his council to see if there's Mojo. He did something involving his girls in softball yesterday that was unacceptable. And I told him, I said, and he hasn't responded. I said, just let me know when they lose. I said, you might as well get your car to leave right now. I mean, it, it, would you? Well, he's, he's, now, I know he was it, going from one to the other because we yeah. were Marco and back and forth. He was well. going what from, did he, what did he, from Knoxville over to Louisville. Now, Auburn won, though. Did they win at both games, though? I think I, they, I think they, 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 they won games. the first one. They were I at think. Tennessee, right? right yeah, yeah. I looked, but I think they did. Well, this was involving the second game. Okay. Yes, he said they had won the first one. They probably win the second. No, no. Okay. He made a move that he knows better than. All right. But the he's, uh, he's getting a lot of windshield time right now. Well, we're talking about yeah. uh, a guy who worked with the show for many years and still friends, Ryan Greenwood. Those of you that are veterans, Rick and Bubba veterans, you remember when Ryan uh, was the IT guy <laughs> and all the weird Ryan things. But he has two daughters that are playing Division One college softball. And he literally stays on the road with yeah. Louisville colors and Auburn colors. On, only on, well, there it is. I knew it. He, hey, but he anyway, has one daughter they, they, Auburn, they won one the, in Louisville, and yeah. he has to keep a box of clothes in the yeah, back because he doesn't know where he's going to be. What yeah. was cool? They both played each other one time, and he yeah. said he had half on the yeah, one, yeah, half yeah. the other. Yeah. Wow. But but he's, Rick, they won the series. They won the first two, lost the last one. Okay, it's it's possible then that maybe I, that the game I was talking about maybe it was unaffected, but he pulled a move that was <laughs> he, he he clouded his just his his knowledge. It, he dabbled with the Tennessee thing because there was a girl that played for Tennessee that he had coached in travel softball, uh-huh. and he went as far as to get one of their posters. And he said he he said I wadded it up, and he said I rolled it up and ran out. He said I actually fought with the guy at the gate that said he wouldn't let me back in. 
because I knew I couldn't hold it. In my, it I couldn't game. have it in my hand during the game. But do you? Th- I went and got it in the car and shut the door. And I said, "No, it's it's done." The minute you started worrying about that poster and feeling a connection to this girl, uh, you 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 you've turned the whole thing. I said, "You can't." The minute you left any devotion to Auburn softball and started dabbling in Tennessee, you messed the whole thing up. <laughs> and he knows that. Yeah. Now that might have been that third game. Yes, he he'd been there a while. But uh, but he yeah he was totally now, what he did it didn't spill over into basketball did it I don't know well I'll tell you he was totally against me watching the game I think my favorite Ryan moments when he was now he's a, he's a big Miami Dolphins oh fan, my god when he cut all of his hair off y'all Do you remember that oh, oh, yeah, he's, yeah that's bizarre Ryan Greenwood <laughs> Ryan Greenwood believes in mojo these are things that really happened he believed in sports mojo so much that one time that his kids were small they were small where you put them to bed and he would dress them in Miami Dolphin stuff a little well, well the game was so late his kids were put to bed because they were small he pulled them up out of their beds and put their Miami stuff back on and sent them back in the seats because the game started he thought the game was in hand and then then one time he blamed himself for not following everything. And he he attacked his hair with like a floby and cut his own hair and messed it up. And that's when we had to people, punish yourself. We had people who worked in, yeah. in, in psychiatric, yeah. and they were like, "He needs help." I mean, that that's a <laughs> well. We knew that we, guys. That he wasn't he that. would dress in a full Miami uniform for the games and put a helmet on and everything, and walk on the treadmill so he keep his blood pressure down. That's not right. <laughs> Your phone calls are next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Bottom of the hour, Scott Myers, Executive Director for the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, will we'll announce the class of 2019, which will include one Bill Bullet Burgess. And we'll tell you, if you want to attend, how you can be with at that event later in the month. But your phone calls are next, and all the lines are open, Rick so dial us up. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour, thirty seconds a pop. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time, and we can get a bunch of you in right now. Lines are available. We'll start out of Pelham, Alabama, listening 104.7 WZZK, and we'll roll through them quickly. At the end of 30 seconds, you'll hear this. Your time on the program will come to an end. We'll go to the next caller, um, and uh, and unless Helmsy or Bubba calls a timeout and they only have one apiece, I want to tell you this. This is like getting a Hannes Wagner uh, <laughs> baseball card if, you, if you're into Rick and Bubba uh, memorabilia of the last 25 years. This is an old guy in the audience has it from Coleman. This is an old VHS tape wow. of the first ever, you know, with us being live on YouTube today, this is what maybe I don't know how many different TV options we've had over the years. There's been, there's been a few. About eight mm-hmm. or so. But this was number one. This is the first time mm-hmm. the show was ever on TV. <laughs> and it was a, like it ran, had its own time slot and ran on a, a local uh, affiliate. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and Rick and Bubba the TV show I think it was like on Sunday nights or something that it would run. You're right. And uh, and this is the, this the, and you could buy it on VHS tape. And this was volume two. And and I'm reading stuff on the on the back here. Oh my goodness! Here's a quote on the back. I'm so sorry, Speedy. What? In this episode, our two fat heroes interview Pamela Anderson's body double Tanya Watts. You'll see Speed Racer tries best snaking move. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I gotta watch that. 
Rick's, I still have a VHS player. I'm taking that home and <laughs> Rick's impression of David Hasselhoff. Okay. I don't even remember that. Okay. Uh, and uh, and then Bubba and I were called back to be the grand marshals of the homecoming parade in Bubba's hometown. <laughs> the only problem was it was under a tornado warning and nobody came out for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so I remember that. All, 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 all of that. A top ten list from Betty Lou Bussy is on here. Mm-hmm. So so there we go. <laughs> we'll have to roll that out. Look, look, at it. look honestly, if you're, you know, like baseball collectors, hey, you won't believe what no, I mean. that's a, oh, that's a find right there. That's right there that, is a find. Hey, and that it's is still dope. in good condition. It's still it in is. good condition, yeah, too. That. And he really needs me to give it back to him. He's right, right, right. snaking. Right. just wanted to show him. <laughs> Mike and Pelham trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. Guys, uh, you know, I've been listening to you for, I don't know, a quarter of a century. Uh, am I just now finding out that every uh, good on this show is, is are Auburn fans? Well, Speedy's Mississippi State, and uh, yeah, well, that goes without. He's yeah, a cowbeller. Yeah, and uh, so, well, yeah, Adler went to Auburn. Uh, Greg and I were Auburn fans growing up because our dad played at Auburn. Bubba was Auburn fan growing up. Uh, Hamilton, we talked. We talked about that. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah, but you know, with us, well, it it, it, it kind of changed because. When Dad started coaching at Jacksonville State, we didn't really follow the Auburn stuff anymore. And then I'm talking about just us. I'm talking about Greg and I. And then so we kind of invested in Jacksonville State because I kind of go where family goes. And if I don't have a family person there, I kind of I don't follow it. Like I went to more Mississippi State football games last year than Auburn because I went to no Auburn games and went to about five Mississippi State games. Right. Because I got a son at Mississippi State. So right. it, it doesn't mean as much to me as it once did. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we I guess everybody in here has a connection. I, I will say this: I think there's different levels levels mm-hmm. I should say of uh, fandom. Mm-hmm. Some of you guys and I think have, it have varies. History of, I think it uh, varies Auburn, too. It's like times. you know, if they win or lose, it's like yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's others that are a little bit more invested. I, I think there's different. Yeah, I, levels I, I of really it. it really has no impact on my life anymore. Yeah. But but I, like I say, like I, I didn't watch one. I can't remember the last time I've watched anything involving Auburn unless it was convenient. And I, I think our kids have a lot to do with it, too. I mean, we've said on the air, and, and I think it's very true, if we had kids that were involved and in playing uh, somewhere, I mean, if we were at Tennessee, we'd be no question. singing well, me, Rocky Top or we'd yeah. be gator chomping or yeah. hunkering down silver britches or whatever. Yeah, it there's, there's some people that pull for their team, even if their family or kids are at another team. I, don't, I think that's kind of weird. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. and I certainly wouldn't miss my daughter's wedding or son's no. wedding for for a game. Well, let me ask you this: we, he's not on the line anymore. I mean, does he act like that's a big secret, big problem? I mean, who cares? Well, I mean, you know, you're right. He, he act like he discovered. So, aha! <laughs> Buddy, who gives a no? My funny does that change anything? <laughs> yeah. My funniest thing. Who cares? If, 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 if you go out on social media, no, the, I'm the, not Auburn man. The, listen, the problem is that he needs to examine his life if he cares about that. Right. But but yeah, what, he may have been making a joke. Yeah, but I'll go back to this. I, I've seen online people swear that we're fans of of Bama all oh, the way. Yeah, a bunch of Bama. And then other people who swear we're Auburn all the way. Yeah. And then some people who you know whatever. It, the bottom, uh, seriously, and I said this uh, overall. This is just my own personal journey, and I think it may. I think part of it's spiritual. I mean, as 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 my life has been radically changed by Christ, I don't care about things like that at the level I once did because I just I can't help it. I just don't feel that way anymore, and that's right. not something I did. That's just a change that took place. You combine that with the fact that we were raised football coaches' kids, and then I've had five, four kids playing sports. I'm just burned out on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd rather, I want to spend my time doing other things 
Yeah. I, I've, I've had my run at sports for the love of God. I've had my <laughs> run at it. And, uh, and I'm ready to, to move on to other things. Well, we, so we it, have, it just doesn't mean that much. To we me. have friends. Like I say, I don't think it matters to any of us like it has in past, uh, you know, when we were younger. Mm-hmm. But we, we all have friends that play and coach at different places. So it's, you know, it's a little more, uh, I would say, adult relationship with sports now. Exactly. I yeah. was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I cared about when I was a kid. Oh, I get all mad about Listen, it. Listen, some of y'all need to understand. When I was a kid. Yeah. I would get physically ill when Auburn would lose a football oh, game. Now that uh, people thought I was a very sick child, you know, because it was during the yeah, Doug Barfield years. Yeah, yeah, sick a lot. So yeah, they they thought <laughs> Me I needed and you both. They thought <laughs> I needed help. You know? <laughs> we, so, we couldn't find a cure. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, you, so I got over that. Yeah, okay. and I think the thing that some of y'all need to hear, <laughs> I think the thing that some of y'all need to hear, because I've I've seen how you live your life. We were that way when we were children. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. You ever heard the line, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, I spoke like a child. Mm-hmm. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Yeah. Uh, it, it is childish to care that much about a sport. You can enjoy it, yeah. but if it's an idol to you, that that's the mentality of a child. I can uh, remember. I mean, if your whole mm-hmm. world is wrapped around some team, enjoy it. I mean, yeah. have a good time with it. But honestly, please tell me that you're – that your contentment and your peace and your joy is not tied to what, you know, anybody from 18 to 22 years old may do on any given day. <laughs> well, you hope you know not. You, you hope, hope not. Just a, I, I would just say that some people, you know, grow up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and and put everything in its proper place. Yeah. God, when we were kids, you remember Bubba going back to school after the Iron Bowl? Because every year they were going to get hammered by Are we going to talk about school bus bullies again? <laughs> oh, is that... We had to go back and then the Bama bullies were there? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, mine was one in the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But I think so I think where you get confused. <laughs> oh, it was miserable that day. Was miserable. we ought to been used to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it happens seven, eight times a year. <laughs> Guys, Van Tiffin had me squalling like a baby. Oh, you couldn't I'll believe it. I'll never forget it to this day. Of course, I was, was like fun. eight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, right. yeah. yeah, that's the whole point. Can I say in general, I don't get upset. Hey, at fifty-four, in general, I don't get upset about the things I got upset at when I was eight to ten. Yeah. Well, you hope not. You hope not. You're right. <laughs> But you know, and I, and I bounce around. If you're around just sport as upset sport, at 54 you know? as you were at eight, you got to check yourself. Because <laughs> you got way more responsibilities right. at 54. If you're missing work like you used to miss school, <laughs> that's not good. You you, you got to get that straightened out. All right, we got a bank full of calls. We'll get we'll get, get back to that. We'll get back then. We'll do the rest of them when we come back. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Dot com slash or you can go to rickandbubba.com for more information under the sponsors. All right, so our, our phone trove continues. Uh, we got one line available. Well, two. Two lines available. Eight are engaged and ready to go. We'll start uh, with uh, Denise in Lexington, Alabama. Denise, you got 30 seconds on the program. Go right ahead. What's on your mind? Yes, well, this Bama fan was, was there when Van Tiffin kicked that field goal, but anyway. I was um, too, Hams. I was actually in the stands. Uh, wow. I, my, I could have met you then. Uh, three things. When I got got up this morning, I realized that everything's all right with the world. Number three, the Braves are playing baseball. Number two, Rick and Bubba is back in the show. So oh, happy. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's yep. big. Yeah. And number one, Hillary still did not get elected. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was so glad that what she's talking about, we have an affiliate in the Shoals area, W-L-A-Y, and we were on there for many years, and then we went away, and we were gone. And there were issues with the station, and and uh, they've got you know they've got management there that's going to make 
got it turned around and put us back on, and we're just so thankful to be back in that area. Uh, we continue, Russell, uh, out of Auburn, Alabama. Russell, go ahead, 30 seconds. How are you? Hey, guys. I can't believe y'all missed it. CBS is hmm. guilty of the ultimate mojo. What'd they do? When Jared Harper was shooting his free throws with like four seconds left, they put a stat up there. They said Jared Harper is 17-0 and at the line in the tournament. And I looked wow. at everybody in the room and I said, that's it. I said, game over. Yeah, I called. You're right. I do remember that. And I, I told Sherry the same thing. I said, he's, he's, I said he's going to miss this last yeah. free throw. And, and he did. Well, and I had an he's email, too. And, oh. and I haven't counted it up, but they said Auburn had a 12-game winning streak. This would have been game 13. And you know how 13. So they may have mojoed themselves. Ace is out of Starkville, Mississippi, 96-1. Ace, go ahead. Morning, fellas. Hey, uh, I was – I was going to tell you, Rick, you're not the one that mojoed them. I am. I'm a huge Mississippi State fan, but my wife and I turned the game on at the end of – right at the end, and I said, well, I hope Auburn wins. Good for them. And right after that was the foul. Mm. And also, that's not the worst way to lose any sports game. I don't know. Speedy might remember this. But back in, like, 1984 or 85, the good Lord decided that Mississippi State wasn't going to win the Egg Bowl and the football Blew back when they kicked the field goal. Yeah, the wind. No, the wind blew it back. I forgot about that. that yeah, that's the, a divine intervention. By the way, <laughs> by the way, you got one of the timeouts, so the only one remains. That's Randy in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Randy, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good, great, good. Hey, two things real quick. I think the guys on the call the game, they know they do it because they'll say some kind of stupid stat for the mojo and then say, if this goes bad, don't blame me. Oh, I know. They always do that. You know they get eat up about it. Oh, they do it every time. And secondly, if you get some time and look at the videos, I think the one that came to me was on Bleacher Report of Auburn fans reacting to thinking they won the game before the We've seen Beerhead, the guy that pours beer in his (laughs) head, but I'm sure there's others, and I want to see every single one of them. And remind me me to tell you one of the memes we saw right after the game, which is a good one, by the way, even though it was on Auburn, it was a good one. Melissa and Coleman, 104.7 WZZK. Melissa, go ahead. Y'all were talking about the memorabilia earlier about the guy in Coleman that had the first VHS airing. Yeah. I have a picture of yeah. where y'all did the first softball game in Coleman. Oh, oh so that was a good one. Oh, the Rick and Bubba softball team. You know, Scott Myers is here with us next with the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and this is our opportunity to talk about why the Rick and Bubba softball team has not been put yeah. in. <laughs> I mean that we can cover that today. That, that's the game where Chris hit a home run so far. He hit that RV in the parking lot. Remember uh-huh. that? Yeah. People ask me a lot if we're ever going to put the softball team back together, and I said, you know, the goal is for children to come to a game and be happy, not to be sad because Rick and Bubba keep falling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we would we would have a better checker team now, I think, than anything. <laughs> we continue to News Talk one hundred three nine Dothan, Alabama. Sherry will be there next Wednesday for the community-wide uh, prayer breakfast there at the Civic Center. And uh, thanks to uh, News Talk 103.9 for promoting that event. And Daryl is joining us from there now. Go, Daryl. Good morning, guys. Hey, listen, I think the Auburn Athletic Department needs to get a mojo healer mm-hmm. to be able to perform an exorcism because I don't know if you guys know it. I, this morning I was just kind of trolling through Twitter, and not only did – Auburn lose the basketball game and they lost the rubberneck game in softball, but they actually had a gymnast in regional oh, yeah. that was yeah, a pretty hurt. good girl. Yeah. And they showed the videos gruesome of her, 
dislocating her knees and breaking her legs oh, on there. So. It's, it's bad. Oh, Tough deal. Yeah, oh. that that was a real bad. Real Can't bad. watch oh, it. Oh no! You know, as many times as they do that, yeah. do that. And I, I guess everything just came I into know. place. And yeah, Probably. I mean, might be some stress fractures in there. She didn't know about. Just both came out of socket. Right. Oh, watch I will not watch it. Greg in Columbus, Mississippi. Greg, listen to ninety six one. Go ahead. Hey, enjoying the. Uh, the okay is not okay commercials, but the two play by play guys. That is good, by the way. And that was one to remind me of Speedy when uh, he says, Hey, we got a 30 second timeout. Can you tell us about the time you were a player? And he says, Look, I'm a happily married man now. I don't know why we got to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that may be my favorite one. That is a good one. <laughs> Scott in Alexander City. Scott, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, real quick, I'm the mojo. We know the Lake Martin United Way had a quail fry Saturday afternoon playing forever. <laughs> never never do you plan around the Final Four for Auburn, right? No, no, and never. I was not on my couch. I was down there helping with the dang quail fry, and I was not on my couch. So I had, my phone was blowing up saying, get back home, get back home. But... He was at the quail fry. <laughs> the dang quail fry. So I'm, I'm glad like we you said you've never had to worry about the Final <laughs> Four. Ever. I really didn't think we were going get to be the vent today to let everybody vent their mojo. <laughs> yeah. the well, let's, let's go back to this. If you are an Auburn fan, you don't plan anything around any sort of championship. No. You, you don't go, well, we know what, it might not be available that day. <laughs> I mean, you just don't ever do it. We continue. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Terry and Robertsdale. Terry, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, good morning. I know it's past uh, April Fool's, but I just wanted to tell you an April Fool's joke that I played on my students. Uh-huh. I uh, told them I was done with cell phones and that uh, if I caught another one with one, I was going to smash it with a hammer. And I had a fake cell phone, and I took one up and switched it and oh, smashed good. it with a hammer. And, buddy, those kids went nuts. You're <laughs> crazy. You're crazy. I mean, it went over Snapchat. You know what? You're a breath of fresh air to teach. Oh, that everywhere. is a good one. What that a good, a good one. one. <laughs> So glad they, that you did that to those turds. Oh, aren't, aren't, aren't you glad she switched them properly, though, and didn't oh, get yeah. confused and put the real one in and there? You know they were horrified. Oh, oh yeah. That's the worst thing they can imagine. Oh, yeah. That, that's a meltdown. Oh. John Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. John, go ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're great. Good. Yeah, I was the, the the missed double dribble call. That was worse than the missed Saints call during the playoffs. I mean, oh, easy now, John. Easy now. I understand it was a bad call, but nothing is as nothing. bad as the Saints call. Nothing. The Saints call is the worst call well, in you, sports history. It is, <laughs> or no call. Yeah. Well, it, it, you see the video. You see the ref standing right there, looking right dead at it, and yeah, but not, but yeah, even, but it wasn't as obvious. It wasn't as obvious. Any, yeah. Everybody knew the call in the same. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, you don't even know yeah. football. You're like, what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just got mobbed. I mean, because I'll admit, I was watching that basketball game. Not that I'm a huge fan and all, but I never even picked up on the double. Guys, they didn't mention it in the broadcast. It was it was after the it, it game. Was, right. I think Charles Barkley may have been the first one to bring it up. No, it was the uh, what's his, what's the guy's name? Um, he does is the white hat from football that retired. Uh, they oh, were yeah. interviewing him afterwards, and and he he mentioned that I guess he was their referee. They go to yeah. Steve's his first name. I think I can't pronounce his last name. Tessator, no, no, or yeah, something? that's not right. Tessator. By the way, no, like it's not that. Tessator. It's some name. Joe Tessator's the uh, yeah, that's the big uh, broadcast. I mean, a uh, uh, play-by-play. Guy. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, I, that's the first when he well, brought it up. That's the Savarino first. Savarino or something. Well, somebody yeah, must have yeah, mentioned yeah. it pretty quick because my name. phone was blowing up during yeah, the timeout for the. It uh, wasn't until after the game though. That's all I heard. That's the thing because they they were talking about they the went to a commercial break. call and then he goes, but the real one is the one before. Yes, and, and that's the first. That's time how I learned it. Yeah, yeah, first time I even noticed. So it wasn't as obvious. The the Saints call. I really just to Greg's point because and I remember when this happened one time. We had an exchange student 
that came to live with us for a short period of time who was from Japan. Yeah, had a lot I believe that Masaki, Masaki Itagaki, who had never seen American football in his entire <laughs> life, I believe he would have run and says, whoa, whoa, what are they doing? They're doing <laughs> on, the, on the Saints go, that, that looks like they shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, bad call. <laughs> of course, we used to make him say English words. He didn't know what they meant. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That was a long time we ago. That it was. It was. Remember that one? got that? slapped by a lot of girls. Remember that one I made him do in class that time? Mm-hmm. To the teacher? Yeah. <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> he didn't know. No, he didn't, he didn't know. know what it meant. God love him. Rick, yeah. y'all were awful. What no, I didn't say it was right, Bubba. You know, yeah. you know what that is? That's nailed to the cross. The yeah. Samurai DJ? Right. Samurai That's DJ. old Rick and Greg yeah. there. That's old. I wonder what he's doing today. So, uh, so anyway... Is Gene Steratore something like that? Is that who it is? Helmsy? Gene? Well, here's the guy that used the index card. You remember when he was? Here's the upside to all of this. Bruce Pearl's wanting to build a a top 25 program that's in the running every year, and he's made a big leap that way. I think that's the good side of this. We'll be back. Scott Myers with the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame is with us next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us today. However you get the Rick and Bubba Show, the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, America's boldest radio stations, the TuneIn app, you can listen live and then get best of moments 24-7. Podcasts, those are downloadable or streaming archives every day. Uh, or you're watching us on the, the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Brand new today. Give me more access to the Rick and Bubba Show content than ever before. Thanks, however you're joining us. We're glad you're here. I do want to point you to Compassion International. You know, we, we've been talking uh, a lot about this incredible organization. Thanks for all your great emails, too, for those of you that have already gone and sponsored children through Compassion International. If you vet out Compassion International, and certainly you should, you'll find that they are one of the highest-rated nonprofits in the world. Uh, they are above reproach. Uh, compassion.com slash Bubba, when we say you're sponsoring a child, uh, you truly are, and you are making an impact in that child's life, but also impacting the family and even the community where the child lives. Uh, the basic things that we take for granted um, uh, you know, are, are not guarantees for these children in all these different parts of the world. Uh, there were 60,000 kids who were waiting on a sponsor, you guys have done a great job of uh, you know, kind of eating into that number a little bit. We're looking to sponsor 250 kids directly tied to this show. Uh, so when, go, for, for no sacrifice of more than a dollar a day, uh, you could be radically changing the life of a child somewhere in the world. And the great thing about Compassion International is they're always going to work through a local planted church that's been vetted out uh, so the child will get the, the basic needs physically but also the most important need spiritually. Uh, so sponsor a child today by going to compassion.com slash Bubba. Uh, that's compassion.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. The Alabama Sports Hall of Fame class of 2019 will be inducted. Um, inducted. <laughs> I'm talking like they're oh, Travis. They're going to show up and cram them in the van I'm, like it's old school. I'm talking about Travis <laughs> from I mean, down Calvin, in Pasco. No, pa- Calvin. Who's Travis? Travis is the other guy. The guy yeah, gave, Calvin. Yeah. The guy was saying that the aliens abducted him as, <laughs> as opposed All to right. abducted. But inducted uh, the class of 2019. And Scott Myers here with us. Uh, Scott's with the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. He's the executive director. 
and we are ex- we're excited about every class that gets inducted. But sure. obviously, we're super excited about this one because it includes Coach Bill Burgess. It does. It does. It's a great class. Uh, first of all, good to see you guys. Yeah, you too, Scott. And it, and it does come back to family. When I was driving in, you guys were talking about sports and family, and that precedes everything. So we can fully understand how a couple of you guys would uh, be uh, a little more excited about this class than some of the other classes. Sure. <laughs> well, but it is a great class. Uh, looking at those that are being inducted, uh, and again, it's April 26th and 27th. If you'd like to find out about Visiting the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. If you come to our city, always put this on your list of things you want to do because there's memorabilia in there that is, I mean, incredible. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, you, and a lot you, of memories, you, a lot of stories. You will not believe the number of athletes that are world famous that have ties to the state of Alabama. It really is incredible. Well, it really is, and, and, and it is considered nationally as one of the finest sports hall of fames in the country. And it, it comes down to really two things. And I share this, you know, when I speak to anyone, it, it, it is number one. Um, the museum. It's, we've got 33,000 square feet. We've got now over 6,000 items of memorabilia from Heisman trophies to you know, Coach Bryant's hats to old footballs to all kind of national championship rings. Uh, so we've got a, a, quite a number of things. But any Hall of Fame, it really comes down to the second part, and that's our inductees. And from top to bottom, we have the finest group of inductees, quite frankly, potentially in any Hall of Fame in the country. And the reason I say that is because we get the ability to pull from all sports. So, you know, in, in Baseball Hall of Fame, they got, you know, they got Hank Aaron and Willie Mays and, you know, Todd Jones and some of those guys coming down the run. But they don't have Joe Namath and Bo Jackson and Charles Barkley because they're only pulling for baseball. The same thing on yeah. football. So we get to pull from, point. from all Every different sport. sports. So we, and know, off the court, too. And off the court. That's yeah. right. So uh, if you want to know who the 2019 inductees are, Tommy A.G. is going to be inducted. And, uh, of course, he's, um, he was with the Cowboys when they won uh, consecutive Super Bowls and his tie through Alabama as he played at Auburn. So that, that's, that's big. That's right. Uh, you've got Coach Bill Burgess, which we talked about, and that's uh, – he may be – you know, he's known for what he's done in football and then sadly probably is known to be the dad – for Rick and Greg yeah. on the Rick and Bubba <laughs> show too, and his everybody been on, has skeletons in their closet. Yeah, so it, and you, well, his, you'll talk about his coaching, uh, what he did in Alabama at, at all levels, and then Willie Davenport track and field. Willie, That's right. Willie can scoot. He can scoot. He could scoot. He uh, he's passed away. He's uh, our only um, inductee this year that's going in in memoriam. Uh, but he was a track and uh, field specialist, gold medal, and then was wow. the first. Um, African-American to compete for the U.S. team in the Winter Olympics. How about that? Yeah. I, I was reading the history of that because uh, the name is familiar, especially if you uh, you know are down Troy way, but I didn't realize his place in history other than the gold medal as well. Luis Gonzalez will go in. Yep, yep. Oh. South Alabama baseball player, and of course, had the amazing hits for the uh, Diamondbacks to win the uh, World Series against the Yankees. Another great coach, Bud Moore, goes in. Right, from uh, played and coached at the University of Alabama, went on to be a head coach with the uh, University of Kansas, and uh, you know part of that coaching legacy from Coach Bryant. Now, uh, Antonio Langham, of course, Antonio is has all kinds of things he's known for, but uh, probably one of the m- more historic moments in college football, especially down south, is he had the big interception in the first ever SEC championship game. Right, it, it you know of course there was an SEC or ESPN or one of those uh, networks that did a special on that about yeah. how that changed the game of football for whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he had an amazing career at the University of Alabama, two-time All-American, went on to play in the league for six years, and just a wonderful person too. You won't meet meet a finer, uh, nicer guy than Antonio. 
Kat Reddick played for the women's uh, soccer team and has a uh, just a uh, incredible career in soccer. We actually had her here on the program. She visited here. We know yeah. her family real well, coming out of Briarwood, where our kids go to school. So uh, Kat Reddick goes in. Right. Kat is is amazing story, too. I mean, she's of course, was born in Virginia, but she grew up and was raised here, right? So uh, she becomes our second uh, soccer inductee behind Mia Hamm. So, oh, wow. you know, of course, Mia Hamm was here for uh, 18 months. She happened to be born here, which gave her the birthright opportunity yeah, yeah, to be inducted. Whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but Kat uh, Reddick's really the first uh, and, the, and the, probably the finest uh, soccer athlete that's actually been go- grown and raised in the state of Alabama to this point. I mean, yeah. there's a guy playing for the. And, uh, uh, and for Helmsy, we got a Glencoe tie in here. Uh, Steve, how do you say Steve's last Cerise. name? Savarese. Savarese is going in. Did you know he's from Glencoe? I did not, by the way. <laughs> well, okay. I did not Co- know that. Coach, uh, Coach Savarese, it's who actually runs. Glencoe, New York. He, he runs yeah. the high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense. Well, there it is. Yeah. Well, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was like, what? Where, I don't remember him in Glencoe. Alabama High School uh, Association. Alabama High School. I know Alabama him from there, but I was, yeah. you really caught me off guard That's with that funny. one. Yeah, it's actually Glencoe. His signature's on all of our paperwork. His, yeah. his tied yeah. Alabama is he grew up in Leeds. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, and he's you know he's coached well, sure, here. He coached it yeah. at uh, uh, throughout the state. Uh, coached a couple of pretty decent players and inductees. He coached uh, Cornelius Bennett when he was at Ainsley, oh, yeah. and he coached oh, yeah. uh, To at uh, uh, Benjamin Russell. <laughs> uh, but he's he's being inducted uh, because of his work and what he's done at the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Yeah, Just absolutely. done an amazing job there. Yeah. So uh, so that's the class of 2019, and of course. Uh, Scott, we're honored uh, for you guys to be part of this. It really is. Okay, we might have had some fun with Dad and all that, but it's an incredible honor to be part of, of as you said, one of the uh, probably the best Hall of Fames in the entire country. Well, your dad surely deserves it. He's he's uh, you know a national championship winning coach, and we've got a number of those in there. But he just he just adds to that additional list of growing inductees that we have, and it is it's an amazing place. I consider myself a caretaker of it. The people that were there before me that set this up years ago i mean we net we now this will be our 51st hey. annual banquet wow. 51st 50 51st 51st if you want to be there go to rickandbubba.com you can see all the different ways certainly you just want to go by and visit but if you want to be uh if there's still some tables you look and try to grab those some seats that are available you can be there for the april 26 april 27 weekend and uh, we'll be there all weekend long. Can't wait. Looking yeah. forward to that. We got a couple of questions for Scott's about uh, Scott about some things missing out of the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, we will. When we come Bubba, back. Rick and Bubba. Warning: This program may be found offensive by pencil pushing, bean counting, research loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all here. Eddie Van Adler. In the mix, Skunk Baxter earning his degree from Rick and Bubba University in Common Sense, which has now become a superpower. 
Welcome back for a brand new hour. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Thank you, Rick. Glad to be here. And thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. We're talking uh, with Scott Myers, uh, executive director for the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Put that on your list. If you're ever visiting our part of the world, it is a must-see. Just a sports memorabilia, just uh, 33,000. Square feet, feet, did you say? I did. And uh, and some of the biggest names in sports history from all sports. As, uh, and, and, uh, and, of course, um, uh, the 2019 inductees are going in on April 26 and 27. Tommy Agee, Bill Burgess, uh, Greg and I are our dad, Willie Davenport, Luis Gonzalez, Bud Moore, Antonio Langham, uh, Steve Savarese, and Catherine Reddick, better known as Cat Reddick, by those of you that follow her soccer career. So, That'll all be coming up if you would like to join us. Uh, as long as there's some seats available, you can. Uh, you can get all that information at rickandbubba.com under show notes. Now, Scott Myers has quite a history of the show. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you guys, I came when you were in Gadsden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This goes way back. You've been, I mean, you're 25 years old this year. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so you've, you've aged pretty well. Now, Bubba and I look like, like we've been thrown down the steps of age and the steps of life, but you've really aged well. Actually, well, thank you for that. I was going to say the, the same thing because when I when I got seated here, I realized this is where Speedy was, and Speedy mm. and I have the same barber. You do. So I'm yeah, like, this is, this, is where the, this is where the ball gas sits. <laughs> <laughs> the TV dictates the ball That's the bald mic. But y'all have, the, y'all have the head for it. Some yeah, people don't. Some yeah. people do. Uh, yeah, I'd look like bull on night court. Right, yeah, <laughs> which would be a good look. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So there's there's something that we, we've tried to address with the Hall of Fame over the years. And now that you're there, um, it's probably time to revisit it. And, uh, and that is, I don't know if y'all have a wing for celebrity softball teams or not. <laughs> but we, uh, well, there's so many. Yeah. We played, I don't know how many years, but we finished with a perfect record of 63-0. and 0. Wow, and uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's some sort of record. Um, uh, I, it probably we, is. We said it was. We said it was anyway. Yeah. So well, you know, um, it, you said it's a softball team, right? Celebrity softball team. Um, you know, we probably on our, when we when we had our best team, I, I think we probably were we were a really good C class team, probably a decent B. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. and uh, and we played some really tough opponents like uh, the parents for the Arab High School Marching Band, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so several police departments, yeah, United yeah. Way, uh, the staff of a TV station, a couple of TV, TV yeah. did that a few times, and yeah. you know how how sports anchors, oh, yeah. how athletic they can be, they're unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, especially sports writers, they're some of the most athletic yeah. people I've ever Hell, seen. Yeah. You know, maybe in something Getting like to the donuts, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we've had some big wins, sure, and um, and but 63 and 0 is is not an an easy feat. I don't I don't care. Played all over the country, yeah. too. Yeah, we've well, been Well, I, I, I tell you, um, again, we've only been in existence now 51 years. Right, yeah. Um, and in that time, we've we've never had a team mm-hmm. uh, inducted. Oh, so, okay. so we only, uh, uh, through history, right. um, induct individuals. So no there teams. Right. Uh, no no, uh, no horses, by the way. Uh, you know, no horses. No animals. No animals. No right. animals. And and no teams yet. So mm. if I, I tell you what though, I know I know uh, Bill and uh, uh, my chair, board chairman Edgar Weldon. They're good friends. They're big tennis guys. And, okay. Yeah. So there there could be a chance that that Ed, Edgar, you know, is chairman of the board. He's he's my boss. That he may want to. I have several you know, discussions a, a year with Edgar. Oh, do you? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So well, we we've got a few of the old jerseys laying around. I mean, there's people that actually, and this is not exaggerating, that were buried in Rick and Bubba softball jerseys. They were big fans of the show. Wow, that's and a little much. It, it, it absolutely happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely it's, happened. 
Scott, and, I, I wish we were joking. Right. Yeah. We're yeah. not. And, of course, yeah, you've man. parlayed into my next question. you got to start friends. looking at Bussy for the tennis wing. Wow. Because, sure. of, his, because of his championships yeah. as a coach and – yeah, you I know, you, you got to start thinking I, about I don't, him. I don't think they well, really highlight volunteer assistance much. But well, uh, picture this: <laughs> we have a man in the in the Hall Base. of Fame that went in as a, on our first team ever inducted, and also went in as an individual. Now that would be a story, guys. He single handedly like brought the Davis Cup to our city. Yep, of, yeah. about the face. Uh, of, well, that's been yes. over. That's been over. He did. This single handedly did it. He's the. That's a big deal. He's. You know what? He's the Savarese of tennis. He really is. He really is. How you good? What an ambassador. What Scott? What's so bad? See, these things that. get told to other people secondhand, and <laughs> right. it's so much worse. Than I, if they I, know, just, I understand. If they'd have just heard the context of the original, <laughs> <laughs> there goes my coach. Well, no, but right I, but there. but that it, you know, the the fortunate thing, and this is what I would share with you, uh, there are numbers. Uh, there are a number of Hall of Fames. There are. And there's a Alabama High School Athletic Association Hall of Fame mm-hmm. that that recognizes outstanding. Uh, Probably, high school coaches throughout our state, right? Right where bus will go. Yeah, and then there's a softball. Is there really? Yeah. Yeah. Where is that one at? Um, I don't know if they have a location. <laughs> but <laughs> no, you can't go like, look at it. It's right next dunk. to trade we're day. We got a way to get you in there. Get your, <laughs> the team in there. But. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. the way you go into it, you have to go up in an arc and then come down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd have to do that if you had one, wouldn't you? You'd have to say you got to enter like an escrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you ever play funny. any softball? I did, yeah, after college. Uh, I, can, I, played, I can picture I that. We, 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 it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Until I was uh, I, um, I was going from first to third, and I, and I got there before the throw, right? So mm-hmm. I decided not to slide. Mm. Uh-oh. And I just said, I'm going to get my foot mm. in there. Well, as soon as I did that, mm. it Caught the bag, mm. and then it went, pow! Yeah. And um, I had to have a little surgery on that ankle. Still got a plate and six screws in the left ankle Dang. from my softball days. No, there seems to be a it's lot a of softball injuries. I mean, you think about it. I've seen guys with long knees and, and worse. Oh, yeah. oh, don't yeah. bring that one up. Yeah. Yeah. But I was 27 at the time, so I, was, I, was, I decided to stop playing softball. Yeah, I might not. That, that <laughs> How much you're fun to go through an airport with? Mm-hmm. with you know, all that it, hardware, it, it? interestingly enough, it, it kind of scares me a little bit. But it never sets it off. Mm. No, does it not? Okay. No, well, it doesn't. Well, did you I'm, not get a good one? What's that? <laughs> you didn't get a good one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'm like, hey, you might want to check it. This is getting through. That thing may have rusted out. <laughs> yeah. That's about no, that when, it do, when they do the little waver thing, it yeah. always sets yeah. the little yeah. waver off. Oh, okay. But, but it, does, it doesn't yeah. do the, just the walkthrough. Yeah, because yeah, so that I, makes I, me feel better. At one point, I thought, uh, tell him we put a plate in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Makes him sound like we're going and I guess they do. They do, they do plastic too. I guess. I don't. It's it's a type of metal. It doesn't set. It. You, for they're looking for weapons. I think that's a harder metal. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Because this was, and of course, the technology. This has been in there now for uh, uh, twenty three years. So oh, it's wow. it's been in there a little while. It's pretty yeah. much a part of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I'm just we just giving you a few things to consider. Just sure. ideas. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and like I, said, I know you, nigger, you're always looking for the next right. thing. You know. That's right. right. We're we're very. Um, at, we're going to investigate that a little more. I mean, you yeah. you've got this all documented, right? I mean, we've got the uh, we've got the wins. Pretty much, sure, the, pretty much, sure we do. Yeah. We, we, yeah. sure, we can certainly get you a sheet with some stuff on it. <laughs> 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 That's a fact. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, that's the last thing. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're I want to mention, mention one last thing. Okay. There still is the greatest block <laughs> in flag football. <laughs>
Oh. And flag and tag, tag, oh, not even ball. flag. The greatest block in tag football. Well, I forgot about that. Until <laughs> oh, How did you forget about that? I still have dreams about it. <laughs> the, uh, oh, my gosh. I thought blocking was live. Yeah. <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the instincts take over. You know, when, when you're an athlete, yeah. sometimes you just got to rely well, on that instinct. I'll tell you a funny story you. about that. Oh, my goodness. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 20 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Check show notes there at rickandbubba.com. Uh, go there. Find out everything you need to know about uh, the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame and anything else we talked about on the Rick and Bubba show. And then we'll see you guys coming up on April 26th and 27th. And uh, regardless whether you can make that induction or not, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, go by and see the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, if you'll go there, you'll see that tomorrow night I'll be honored to be heading over to the, the land of 104.7 WZZK, be speaking at West Alabama's Fellowship of Christian Athletes Spring Banquet. That'll happen tomorrow night. If you don't have tickets to that, you can certainly go to the link there at rickandbubba.com under events. Get all the information you need. On the 17th, uh, that'll be a week from this Wednesday, News Talk 103.9, Dothan, Alabama. My wife, Sherry, will be speaking at the community-wide prayer breakfast there at the Civic Center. If you don't have a table or a seat for that, you can certainly uh, get that by following that link that we have there for you. So that happens in the next couple of weeks. But if you want to look ahead, just go to rickandbubba.com, look under events. All those where the information has been solidified can be found there. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Every day. Uh, uh, so, uh, Scott, we, we didn't mean to end on that note. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, something more somber and, and well, exciting. Well, it, it, was, it was one of the things that, um, you know, it was a moment in Rick and Bubba history, the 25 years, and, uh, and it's behind us now. Uh, it, um, the thing about the incident you talked about going to the break. Rick, you're bringing it back in. Was, which was we called the block heard around the world, is that uh, one thing that's never mentioned in that, and, I, and this is just something I'd always like to mention, Bubba did score. Or got the first down or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. if I remember, you went all the way because you ran out the other end and we didn't want to ever associate with him again and try to stay in yeah. the back in the, the area. <laughs> hey, I, he didn't come back on the turf, did he? No. Which, well, mean, which it, means you I just you, kept going. Yeah. And, and the, um, I'll tell you another moment I'll, I'll never forget is the fact that there was still the question of, do we still get our T-shirt? But anyway, yeah. the um, – <laughs> Well, Rick, oh, speaking, of, speaking of other interesting <laughs> sports stories uh, – Yes. I was just yes, take all listen. You something, something we were talking about here with the collapse of the AAF. Well, they, yeah, because I heard you talking Scott, to Scott. Scott's a sports guy. Myers, he's can you help he's us all with up this? in sports. Can Everything you help that us happens, this? you know, yeah. he, he's like Hallman. They're always involved and everything. Right. So I, I said, uh, I said, Scott, <laughs> what in the world? Uh, well, I mean, y'all are around all that. Yeah. Uh, I said, what in the world with the AAF? Because how in the world? I mean, the guys that started this thing seemed like they were pretty smart. Yeah. Had a game plan. And then week one, after week one, they're having to sell controlling interest to a guy for two hundred million dollars. How how does that happen? Or did they, I mean, we know they were developing an app, and that, and that may have been the the root of this whole league. But why in the world? What kind of business plan if you if you have a season week one, you're out of money? How can that even happen? Well, it, it's. You know, it's the most bizarre thing of all the of all the leagues that have been here. And again, I've I mean, I, notorious AOC could budget better yeah. than that. Yeah. My <laughs> first job in sports was the Birmingham Fire. All right, and we had right. we had only two years, but uh, that was uh, back yeah. in the early nineties. And uh, well, of course, let me stop off. you there. I got to ask you. Yeah. 
Were you responsible for bringing Jerry Lee Lewis to the halftime that time he did Great Balls of Fire? Do you remember that? I was, yeah, yeah, I remember okay. that. Absolutely, I was at that game. Oh man, that yes. was fun, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah. yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. at halftime. And you remember the torch up there and the, the guy that was oh, the flame, absolutely uh, flame, the yeah. fire. Yeah, my my first portion was I had to make sure that the mascot didn't burn anything down. Right. <laughs> right. So the Birmingham Fire. I don't even remember what that league was called. Uh, World, World Football. World League. League of American Football. Yeah. Right. Okay. World League of American Football, and that was ninety one. Who was our quarterback? That's how I remember. Uh, coach was Chan Gailey. Coach was Chan Gailey, yeah. who was an inductee oh. in the Alabama Sports right. Hall of Fame. The right. last class, right? All right. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and of course, he uh, coached at Sanford University. Y'all weren't talk. Y'all didn't talk about Sanford in that earlier segment when y'all were talking no, about no. the states. Do you know I played for Chan Gailey at Troy? Was that at the national championship? It yeah. was the. It was the fir- yeah the first two years he was there. I was there the first year. Okay. I was not there the second. I, I year. did not. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. But back to your question, I, it's the most bizarre thing. This thing with the uh, Birmingham Iron mm. because. The local guys, I mean, the, the local executives, you know, of course, Jay Roberson, who's in the community, and you had uh, Tom Ward and, mm-hmm. and another Randy Campbell was, you know, Randy, everybody asked me, Randy Campbell's with the, the Iron. Not the former quarterback insurance sales. Yeah, not that yeah. Randy Campbell, different Randy Campbell. But I think they did some really good things locally. I think our local management did a great job. And and, and yet I, I could not tell you what happened. I mean, why you – you tell everybody, of course, you've got to tell everybody, oh, we're, we're set for three years and we're ready to go. And right, right. they may or may not have been that. But when you have Bill Polian, who is definitely a, a football guy, sure. has all the NFL connections that anybody could want, and he's one of the two primary people under with uh, Charlie Ebersol, who is Dick Ebersol, on the TV side. Right. Because, you know, if, you, if you're going to do a spring league, there, there are two elements that you're really going to need more than anything. Number one, television. I mean, if you've got television, that puts you ahead of all. You know, no. we didn't have television. We didn't have television when you came to the Steel Dogs and and uh, and and played well, that promotion. Some nights we're glad of that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, um, so that was one thing. And then the, the NFL. The NFL is at some level going to have to bless uh, the league, or or just if they want it to go away, they have enough relationships. It'll go away. Can I, I mean, ask you a question on that though? And maybe my memory's just wrong. We didn't we have a league that the NFL blessed? They even had the NFL logos on their uniforms when we were playing all over the world and whatever league that one was called, where, well, we, where we had teams in in Europe and <laughs> and and they had the the team they represented. Scott, like they're all minor. running together. We can't yeah, yeah. Really. No, I understand. That was the World League. Yeah. So what happened with the World League of American Football? They basically just exported it and turned it into NFL Europe, right? right. And then of course NFL Europe. Uh, uh, this is really getting into minutia, but that's well, hard. To, it, yeah, so yeah, much absolutely. Of it. Well, the NFL Europe, that you know, the, so they competed and they decided that for whatever reason that wasn't working the right way because primarily because of uh, soccer or football in, in that part of the world. And then, um, in fact, when we got involved in the Steel Dogs, our thought was that the NFL was going to eventually buy the AFL. So and that's our, the arena football. That league. the arena football league because there was discussion. They had a right. They had. Um, purchased a right to buy 51% of the AFL. So, and they had until had a certain an date. Had, had an yeah. option. And until a certain date. And once they decided not to exercise that option, you know, we, we realized, okay, this is not going to be. So, the, so it, did the AFL, is it over too? The arena it's, football? It's, it, it, for all rights and purposes, it's over. They're, they're playing it in uh, four cities, what I think. What about the LA Kiss? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I remember that. Uh, yeah, I remember it's that. It's still around because dude. I remember the AFL had different divisions too. Yeah, they had two. They had AFL and then the AF two. And we okay. were in the AF two. We Birmingham were in the team. AF two. So the, is AF one still alive? It's no. over two. No. I mean, again, there's still four markets. I think. Uh, 
Um, so only four teams play each other? I think so. Well, Scott, let's, let's go back so to, they're to all the AAF basically. again. Yeah. How, how, you, you've got Ebersol, you got these guys that are pretty smart. How in the world can you play one week? Right. And go, oh my goodness, we need two hundred million. How can you say and you, you sell out? How can to you say a, we're here a for Raider three? coming in? Basically, well, yeah. Well, and the way that the way that I had heard that story, which I again, I it, it'll all come out. I, it's still bizarre to me. Was that he had been in discussions for a a, a, a little amount of time prior to the league starting right. about wanting to get involved, and uh, you know, again. I'm hearing this second or third hand right. as well, but but it, it just you I don't understand how you do that in midseason because you could do something like that at the end of the season. Plus, when you got two weeks left in the in the in the season, you know it's two weeks. Yeah. If you if, if you got eat it and, if you've and got seventy regroup. million dollars yeah. and you've got seventy million dollars invested in something, you know what's another you know twenty million for two more weeks? Well, I mean, plus, really. and if you're coming after the app, is the app worth two hundred fifty million dollars? Because that's basically what you walk away with is the app, right? Right. I mean, yeah, is, I, was it worth it? And, and unless well, somebody, you know, there's a lot of, lot of, there's a lot of uh, technology companies that are that are yeah. worth. No, more. you're right. You're right. right. I was just maybe it is. Maybe that's maybe what, it is. Maybe if you don't have put, somebody sell it to. Is it worth that? Well, you know? it sounds like to me he paid two hundred fifty million dollars for a gambling app. Yeah, yeah. That's how it looks because yeah. he certainly wasn't investing in the league. You wouldn't shut it down with two weeks left. Yeah, I agree. And and I, mean, I just can't figure out for the life of me though a business model. Yeah. Where week one you're out of money. Yeah. How does that? I mean, how do you, I'm telling everybody you got three years. Yeah. I mean, Scott, I hate said. I mean, I think I budget better yeah. than that. You know. I mean, I'm not that smart. I'm sure you do. That sounds like the government was running. The yeah. League. Hey, Scott. Good to see you, man. Hey, always great to see you guys. Look forward to seeing y'all on the 26th and 27th. All right, man. We'll be there. Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. All the information and show notes at RickandBubba.com. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba continuing right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Well, I always get excited about um, when we get a new sponsor because I look forward to the response I know they're going to get from you, the audience. And then on the other side, I get excited because you, the audience, are about to hear something that may be life-changing, and you'll think, "Oh, you know what? I was listening to Rick and Bubba one day. They told me about this." We'll, we'll write this uh, website down. Get Sunday. .com, G-E-T, and then like the, the, the day of the week, GetSunday.com. Now, if you want to have the best lawn possible, I mean, you're looking out at your yard and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I, uh, I, I, I we could do better, but I, I can't afford what it takes to do all these things people do. Well, GetSunday.com is going to change everything uh, for you. You know the, the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Well, thanks to a new startup called Sunday. Uh, your grass will be greener, and they're reinventing lawn care by using cutting-edge technology and non-toxic ingredients. They they instantly created a custom plan uh, for our yards based on a free soil, climate, and lawn analysis. All that's all that's all they need uh, on their website. You go there, and it's free. You get what kind of soil, climate, lawn, and and then you know what they do once once they determine what your lawns need or what or we say we are what your yard needs they quickly send you a box with everything that's needed for a healthier greener yard that's kid and pet friendly after the first box two more shipments will follow time to your climate so that uh, your lawn gets what it needs when it needs it for a fraction of the cost of lawn care items at your local hardware or big box store and it's very easy to apply just attach the Nutrient pouches that they give you, uh, you know, they'll send you, and, look, and you, you, they send you a hose and a spray, 
Uh, and look, and then there's no chemicals found in any of the most lawn. You know, you, sometimes you get a fertilizer. It's got these chemicals in it you worry about. It. You don't have to deal with that. And if you use the promo code Bubba, you're going to get $20 off and you're going to get free shipping. So if you're not satisfied, you cancel any time, they give your money back. GetSunday.com, use the code Bubba, or just go to RickandBubba.com, look under the sponsors. This is a new way to have a beautiful yard for about a fraction of the cost of what you would pay by going to the store. And, of course, it uh, doesn't have the problems that a lot of these fertilizers have with it either. And it's an easy thing to follow. You can handle that. If we can do it, anybody can. All right, so, Greg, this is a wacky world that, uh, you know, has got a couple of elements in it. Couple of elements here that we can unpack here. A man has lost 34 pounds in one month. 34 pounds in one month. Every time you look around that wacky world, here we go. Say hello to Dale Hall. Now, this is this is going to feature something. Uh, that, you know, we're Baptists, so we don't do Lent. Uh, I don't know why, but but we don't. This was actually discussed uh, at our house this week. One of my kids asked me, Dad, do 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 Baptists do Lent? And I said, no, not officially. But every now and then we'll jump in there and go, hey, I'll take yeah. that on for 30. Well, what we mm-hmm. what we do is actually we, we call that fasting. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, so we don't do Lent, and we don't mark our forehead with anything. No, uh, but but Talk it's about that a, ash. yeah, yeah. Well, what, which is fine. I'm just saying in in our denomination that that normally doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so this guy for Lent and and this again shows he's not Baptist because beer's involved. Uh, well, isn't the concept though to give up something that you like or enjoy? Yeah, I don't. I've never heard anybody. Well, in a way, he says he did because he gave up everything except beer. So yeah. he did all he did is drink beer. That's it. He drank beer. Boy, he suffered through it I for know. the entire month of Lent and lost thirty-four pounds. So the beer died. The the beer, beer died. died. I bet he was taking Gallatin. He didn't tell him about it. Greg, <laughs> which we have an update on that today. We do. How about that? So he he is down thirty-three point five pounds so far. Straight beer, and he says that well, it he, has to be light beer. He says he will drink beer all the way through yeah. Easter. Yeah. Only beer, beer oh, and beer. Easter. Yeah, he said he's, he's not still got a yet. he's still got a ways to go. He's not Man, done yet. That's that's what two three weekends away. Yeah, he started on Ash Wednesday, as, as I mentioned. Uh, so so and that was March the sixth, and he will not eat solid food again until Greg, Easter. So what he's done, Greg? What's that he's drinking? They showed it's, the it's, it's, it's in the story. It it's, says it's an it ale. Say? Yeah, it's, it's an ale. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a dark stuff. ale. That's like a Guinness looking mess. Now what does that fall under, Greg? I'm not familiar. That's a High quality deal. Is that import? That's a big import. He's a foreigner, isn't he? No, I don't know. Did you see what was behind him in the picture? He's see, got some experience. Yeah, he see, does. here we're picturing though, because when you hear a guy I'm on a drink <clears throat> beer drinking binge, like he's pounding them. He probably. I mean, it doesn't say that he. I mean, just because all he has done is drink beer. In my mind, that means he drinks beer 24 hours. I know that's not what he's doing. No, you know I'm saying he and, may drink three a day. Instead, I don't know. Think about right. this. Now, this is the best instead way. Instead of a meal, I drink a beer. Well, that's you know how they you, these diets that have you do a meal replacement shake. Yeah. He's he just drinking. A beer. A, he's just drinking a beer. Yeah, because you know when right. you first bring it up, you automatically assume he's just pounded. <laughs> you know. Yeah. This guy's drinking <laughs> for thirty days. Greg, he started at two ninety two, and he's down nearly thirty four pounds. 
and he and he's still going all the way through Easter on this. Rick, there's people everywhere trying to sign up for that diet right now. Oh, hey, I do that. You yeah. know, there's people getting excited like I did when I heard about the ice cream diet. You know. <laughs> By the way, Greg, he says this is not his idea. How about this, Bubba? Yeah, I saw that. He traces it back to the monks. He though. goes back oh, to the, the monks. Monk, the monks. He said, "I did this in the spirit of the monks." M O N K S who observed the sacred season by drinking only whatever B-O-C-K beer is, Bach beer in the 1600s. What, what is that, Greg? I, think, you know? I ain't got that's way out of my league. But that's beer history. You're not yeah, up on that. No. And he, oh, here it is. He said their diet, what they would really look at it as, is just liquid bread. Okay, so and, like we say, whenever you normally would have a meal, they just get them a big old And it would sustain pitcher. them through the 46 days of Lent. Okay. But can it It just can't be good for you to just have no. any one thing, <clears throat> no. a beer or ice cream or whatever it well, is. Well, right? he's sacrificing everything but beer. The yeah, liver can't but, be happy with that. Hey, no. Yeah, no, I started monks, to say, you may lose weight because your liver's dying. The monks in the 1600s were telling him different. But let's go to this, to Greg's point. His beer consumption may be what it's always been. Mm-hmm. He's just taking food out. Yeah. Well, we really don't know, do yeah. we? Yeah, because he's, I know this. He's dropped, what, 20-something? Yeah. 34 30, pounds. 30 found a plan more, that works. We have to say that. Th- 34. He has found a plan that works for him. Right. Doesn't, does. doesn't mean he's healthy, no, but he has he lost weight. He's yeah. lost weight. You're right. right. Now, there's but other it, things you'll have to deal with. But think about it. Think about all these other fad diets. They're not healthy either. No, they're no. not. These fad diets aren't healthy. No. no. I mean, now, you'll lose weight. Every single one of them, you'll lose weight. The question is, are you healthy, and can you keep the weight off? And can you live is your whole any, life doing that? No. Is this any stranger than some of the other dates? Really? I not. mean, it sounds more fun. But, it, but, but you're it, correct. It's no. I mean, keto and all that. They're weird. Oh yeah. Uh, Aaron out of Asheville, Alabama. When you Aaron, stink when you, Aaron, go ahead. Hey guys, how's it going? We're, we're great, good, man. Love the show. Been listening to it since uh, you were in Gadsden, Alabama. Thank you. Um, by no way condoning uh, an all beer diet by any means, but um, there's an interesting fact from uh, Arthur Guinness which started Guinness beer, which Greg commented a second ago that that Guinness mess was yeah. nasty. Greg takes his birthday off every yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he actually um, used to roam the streets in Dublin uh, praying for all the alcoholics that were in the pubs drinking whiskey and wanted to come up with a, a supplement that would um, still allow them to drink, but it would fill them up faster so they wouldn't drink as much. Oh. And it, it also had nutrients in it so that they were actually getting more vitamins. And so he prolonged the life of some of the alcoholics. Are you, uh, is this the beer's healthy speech? Is right. Yes. No, the, the no, beer's no, trying no, to help healthier alternative. It's not, it's not the, no, it's <laughs> What's what do y'all like say about my snack? Not snacks? an all beer diet for sure. Bubba, he, it's he a is it the M&M somewhat what, healthy option? Right. What, what he was saying is we've got alcoholics who are drinking whiskey. Right, and I, I can't He's taking them down from what one right. ten. I'm gonna to, slow them down. I'm gonna slow them down a little bit on alcohol consumption. Right. They're still gonna drink alcohol, but this this liquid will fill them up to where they can't drink as much as right. they because whiskey's not filling. No, it may have. Well, a it goes nutrient. right through you. It goes you right through. Drink it till your liver's pickled. Yes, <laughs> and uh, boy, it's warm too. So that I didn't know <laughs> that's guys, where Guinness, the Thanks history for, of the Guinness guy. There it is. There's the Guinness guy. There's there's a lot of ties to what it. is the alcohol level of beer, Greg? I, I don't know. According to which one you're taking back? Well, I mean, in ballpark. I, I, really, I have no idea. The whiskey and all would be, I know there's would be very high, right? What are you saying, Adler? Oh. What does that mean? Five? Five what? Five percent? Doesn't different By states volume? have different? What? And just in general, you're going to go five percent. Five percent. Because you remember, like, Coors used to be like a percent or two higher, and they were illegal in some states. Oh, yeah. Remember, that's why he had Smokey and the Bandit. Eastbound and, and down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's what it was. It wasn't Florida's lower because they wanted you to buy more when you're on the beach. (laughs) That was the way we thought. I don't know. We was all kind of we got we got caught bootlegging Alabama beer to Florida. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Hey, son, (laughs) that's right. Because they would say it was yeah, it it was lower. I forgot about that. You're right about that. Sure. Oh, uh, we'll be back. Look, I, I don't doubt Greg when he talks about old movies or beer. You know, uh, I mean, uh, he's all in. He knows it. Our, our rock legends. Right. I'll put that in How about I watched Smoking the Bands the other day? It was on. That That's just a great movie. It is. It's funny. I love it. We'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. <laughs> More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Phone calls are standing by, but there's room for you. Skunk Baxter is ready to take your phone calls. He'll get you in here ready to go. To the phones we go. Everyone's favorite Catholic is standing by. Matthew from Colorado Springs. Matthew, thanks for your patience, and welcome to Rick and Bubba. Morning, gentlemen. How you doing? We're good, man. Hope you're well. All right, so... There's actually an order of monks called the Polliners out of Germany in the early 17th century. Around 1634, they actually created a type of beer that was so malty and rich that it essentially served as the basis for this liquid bread diet during Lent so they could go, so they could go without solid food. Yep. Now, okay. the particular type of beer is called Doppelbach. Watch your mouth, watch your mouth, Matthew. They, Family show. And as they continue to refine their recipe, they got concerned amongst themselves that it was too t- was getting to be too tasty, too rich for fasting. So around 1700, they sent a, a batch of it to Rome for the Pope's opinion. And, of course, by the time it finished crossing the Alps and a hot Italian summer, it got pretty rank. So when the Pope tried it, he was so horrified by the taste that he declared it perfect for cleansing and penance and allegedly declared that the monk should have as much as possible. Uh-oh. 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 So, Uh-oh. so they actually still serve this particular recipe of beer called a uh, Polliner Salvatore uh, in Germany today. Not by the monks, but they still base it on the same recipe. Well, look, the Germans, Bubba and I have talked about this. When you'd have uh, students come to our school, because we, we had a fort that was not far from where we both went to yeah, high school. military base, yeah. A military base, and you would get German children in there, and they were so disappointed the drink machine didn't have beer in it. No, Rick, uh, I mean, could I mean, not believe no, that no, they were not allowed mm, to, to drink a beer with lunch. Yeah. I mean, just uh, offended, highly offended by it. Yeah. So so there it is. So that so the Matthew because, needs to get out more. He, well, because it traveled so far, it wasn't in the state that it was to begin with. So so that so really, the beer diet for Lent is not new. Yeah. And the guys so lost. Guy just he jumped in there on the monks. Yep. He, he's lost thirty four pounds doing it. Eight, he six, looks like a monk a little bit. Eight six six. We be big. Yeah. Let's go to Bobby. And Arab. Bobby, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Welcome, fellas. How y'all doing? Fantastic. Great. Great. I was just gonna say, uh, I went, I drank beer for three weeks straight one time, and uh, I lost 180 pounds. You 180 in three weeks? Yes, uh, my wife left me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 
You know what? Another night. Delivery was excellent. Uh, it was, it so, was excellent. It was and his voice, he was so believable. And I knew something like that was coming, but he just oh, he pulled it, it off. That's like right. that, that was really good. Um, all right, so <laughs> the uh, a, a couple of we, – we do have an animal story today, which ties into something that Speedy's been telling me about, too. Animal story today. Bring it. You know, if you ever decide to go into the Kruger on foot, not a, good, not a good idea. I understand you've gone to the Kruger. Uh, if you go into the Kruger on foot, um, you know, this is our wildlife – uh, sanctuary. I've actually, Bubba, if you want to get the bell ready, I've been on a safari in the Kruger. How about that? Where and was it at, Rick? It was in the Kruger, mm-hmm. uh, in South, uh, somewhere in South Africa. How about uh, it was? Um, it, of all the things I've South got, Africa gets its own bell. Yeah, sure. Of all the things I've been allowed to do and been fortunate enough to do, that may be my number one. You like that? It was fantastic. But anyway, but I was not on foot, except for a little small portion of it, which we all regretted. But anyway, so these are poachers. That were trying to go in and kill some rhinos. Them, so that, them horns, them rhinos must bring some cash. Yeah, the only problem is where the rhinos were located. Also, a high concentration of lions are located, mm. uh, and uh, undoubtedly some some very upset el- elephants. Yes. So one of the poachers, I think there were a total of four. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. That's and one of, one yeah. of them was killed by an elephant. Well, when he was killed by an elephant, they kind of panicked. And we're going to try – now you go in the mode of who cares about the rhinos, let's just all live. Mm-hmm. And the, the ones who got free did thought the body of the dead one uh, was going to bog them down with their escape. So they left the body, and then they were going to tell people how to get it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but when the park rangers caught everybody and they said, hey, we left a body in there, you got to go get it for the family uh, – the high concentration of lions now comes into play, mm, and uh, all they found great. was a skull and a pair of pants. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's Rick. Rick so I the know. shirt didn't make it. No, the, for some <laughs> reason the lion said, "You know, the shirt's not bad." Yeah, I can tell this shirt. These pants. You think he was shirtless, probably? Uh, Maybe that's you know, the poachers, they'll be shirtless <laughs> in, a, in a second. They will. It's, it's hot out there, guys. It's, it's hot out there, real hot. That's Poaching. horrible. Poaching's that's a hard job. Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Skull and some here. We didn't find him, but here's his skull and here's his pants. Right. Yeah. Have have a funeral. Yeah. So they uh, and lot you know. <laughs> now on this note, everybody view his pants. We all like Stop. we all like animal documentaries to a degree. Uh, but by the way. Uh, and I love it. Matter of fact, there's one I'm trying to see right now that's called Hostile Planet. Ooh. And uh, I'm just okay. waiting for Is that an- the one you were talking about earlier? That, no. Well, that's what I want to ask him. Is this the same thing? So, the, the, and, they, yeah. and it's coming out. I think it's. Some the, of the. the it, it, it debuted, the it debuted a few Mondays ago. So I got to go back and see now. First, now there'd be enough episodes out there I can start watching it because I didn't see the debut of it. We had a game or something. A long time ago, we had Trials of Life. Yes, kind of the same yes. Thing. very similar. But but now Speedy and Helms wow. have told me mad at this one that I, there's I, an, I, I, I gotta apologize. Let me, I can't watch. I want to see if I can follow this with the new technology. It's an Instagram account. Yes. And, yeah. All right. So it's an Instagram account, and it is called what? It's you need to give a warning before yeah, you give it. Most Absolutely. definitely, and we really do. We, I'm serious about that. That's it right there. Real R E A L L two L's underscore nature. Mm. Real nature, oh, real man. spelled with two. Now and I will say Instagram? this: Yeah, Rick, this is all, you're all about this. Yeah. Speedy just sent me one particular video he wanted me to watch over the weekend. We'll share things on Instagram together, just certain, usually sports related. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And, uh, well, we'd like you to be a part of it, but oh, for some reason you're just boycotting Instagram. And so, oh, no, they're showing some of it. Yeah. And I, so, uh, I don't know about this. Well, I'm him Crocs Rick, oh, Rick, he's got this, water is, this is mild compared to what is involved with this account. Okay. Um, please uh, turn the volume up for him on that. Oh, no. No, don't do the volume. Oh, oh it, it. it's horrifying. Rick, this is, uh, I, I described yeah, it. I it's amazingly horrifying, heartbreaking. But I can't stop watching it because of we never get this type of footage. Oh my! It is Mother this. Nature's reality at its finest. I think some of these animal weirdos need to watch this stuff, frankly, because they always I, tell us they wish we could be more like animals. Yeah, not really. We're, no, that's our problem. We're we're acting. We're now we're turning into animals. That's the problem. Let me tell you this: if you if you just it's had true, a new, if you just had a new baby, don't have it around Komodo dragons. No, no, no. or a lion, or a or a cheetah. Mm-mm. Listen, it is. This this stuff is hard to watch, but for some reason I could not take my. Well, it's animals, so that's not you know certainly, but mm. it, it, it looks like it's right. Up and my here's head. another thing that's amazing about this account is you'll go through and you'll look it, at all this it's stuff, rough, y'all. and then all of a sudden you'll see one that's blurred out, and it and you've watched some horrible stuff, yeah. and all of a sudden you see one that's blurred out and it says, "Hey, sensitivity warning, graphic," and I'm like, "So what we just saw wasn't they, like it, how did that not how did that miss the cut?" I'm I'm ready to declare this possibly the greatest Instagram account I've ever seen. <laughs> this this is oh and, Rick it's and, 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 and guys the footage is on here is phenomenal it's unreal. Mm. Now it is hard to watch. Boy, that's a rough one right there. It is. It is tough, man. That's uh, boy. We'll just get right inside the cavity of that. This is not good right here. No, it's not. Yeah, that's that's not a good one there. But I'm like you. A lot of big cat stuff too. You can't show that. A lot of a lot of lines. Well, that's what I want. Yeah. Uh, and has anybody seen Hostile Planet? Email me if you have, because i, I got to go back and get caught up on it. I, and this is for you idiots who think we need to be more like animals. Now, the problem we're having is we're forgetting that we're not animals. That, that, we don't need to be like animals. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And thanks for being with us. Speedy the Real Greg Burgess and Helmsy all here this hour. Eddie Van Adler has uh, your Rick and Bubba TV option now streaming for anyone who wants to watch on YouTube. The Rick and Bubba YouTube channel now includes live Rick and Bubba all five hours. So you get the kickoff hour now. Didn't have that before. Now you got the kickoff hour, all five streaming live and archived on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Blaze TV subscribers, you still get a best of Rick and Bubba hour commercial free from each day for video and all the great uh, Blaze TV programming. Uh, but now you add that to America's greatest radio stations, the TuneIn app, uh, the podcast every day. Now a streaming. YouTube experience for any who want to join us. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. All right, Skunk, get in here. Skunk Baxter is a Rick and Bubba intern, Rick and Bubba University, and he, he's like a – I mean, he's all about oh uh, the WWE, right? Rick, I mean, 
I mean, he is stoked about it. Uh, is he so fired up about it? Is he, is he going to be uh, – He wasn't he watching the Final late. Four. He was ready for WrestleMania. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so he normally comes in with his hair all slicked back. This look morning he was just – I mean, he didn't get any sleep. Look, look. It, it was on from 4 yesterday evening till a little after 11 last night. So, so you went to see WWE what? Oh, no. I, it was, I watched it at my house. Oh, you, you watched it. it. You, yeah. weren't, you weren't there. No. It was a pay-per-view. Yes. Okay. All right. So I want to make sure. It's still real to me, damn it. All right. So, <laughs> so you were, you, you watched um, all of it. What, what was special about this? What was it? Um. Well, this year it was it was better than the last, simply just because they actually told the stories right. Um, so is this the Super Bowl of yeah, WrestleMania for, for uh, oh, okay. American pro wrestling? This is the Super Bowl. Okay, I got you. All right, so that that that's it. But Rick, good news: a new season starts tonight. <laughs> exactly. It's still real to me. Okay. All right. So they get no off season. <laughs> all right. So you you watched it, and and Greg, I'm very disappointed in you. No, I, I, I'm this, this is as disappointed as I've been. Rick, I'm just telling you the way they're portraying it. Right. Since that time, I found out you were making pasta and chicken for a dog. <laughs> but listen, li- listen. This this is <laughs> this is Greg. So they're they're doing a Hall of Fame for who? Um, right, right when it happened, they were inducting the Hart Foundation, which was Bret the Hitman Hart and Jim the Anvil Night Hart. He's okay. dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. So his daughter was uh, replacing him. And so, then, so a guy runs out of the crowd and goes after which Hart? Uh, Bret, the old one. Okay, Bret Hart. And 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 now, man, right? now why did he why did he go after him? What, I mean, this was uh, this wasn't a, inducted, and here this wasn't comes. a match, right? This was a ceremony. No, yeah, he was yeah. getting inducted into the hall. Now, here's where I'm disappointed. I fully expect Skunk Baxter to think this is real, and that a person. I really, didn't say it was real. I said they're portraying it. Too. They're not portraying Greg, it like it's part of the act. You bought in. You Greg. bought in. Greg, okay, I heard it. All right. I, I was right. waiting on that. That is so weird. <laughs> I was waiting on that. <laughs> now, now, I I well, know. Greg, Greg, I offer you an opportunity to clarify them because I, I I'm th- saying I they you- are portraying it like the, they didn't talk about what happened at WWE. In this regular news, they're saying that during the induction that somebody ran from the crowd and tackled him. They're portraying it like real news. Do you believe Because well, the WWE came out years ago and said, "We guys, we're entertainment." Yeah. Once they were trying to make them pay that sports tax, right. they said we're fake. <laughs> We're, we scripted. We all know it's scripted. It's sports entertainment. But the news is reporting this separate, not like it was part of the event, like a guy actually came out of the crowd. That's all I said. Well, I don't okay, do you, you believe but it? But, Greg, I, well, I, no, be, I, mean, I believe this, this is Vince McMahon at his finest. I'm the way the news is taken. Right. I tell you what, old tan sports code got, got some punches in the guy that well, but, the, but what gets me notice how but, the but what's the storyline here? Why are they attacking yeah, why, this guy going to the Let's go back to Skunk for that. Why would anybody attack Bret Hart? The hitman. Um. I have no idea. This was a rogue guy. Apparently, this guy was a low-level MMA fighter. No one real big. Just he just hopped over and just tackled the guy there, and just like you're, he's just standing there talking. You know, so he pulled us, but he didn't. He didn't have a reason. We don't know the reason. Yeah, there's no reason. It was like it, when Speedy it was, got on stage. It was real. All right. So do we think? All right, here, Same thing. Here's our options on this guy because. By the way, it looks like Bob Marley attacks Brad. I know he's got, okay. he's got one of those things. Okay. All right, so so Bob Marley crashes the scene. Some guy, you know, he's got he's got your you know the typical Bob Marley oh, yeah. hat on and all this. So he he comes in. So number one, option one, Vince McMahon totally set this up sure. to make to make this event have a new story in it that was kind of awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, because we are talking about it, and and I am interested in it. That's option one. Totally fabricated. Maybe Brett the Hitman Hart wanted to go out that way. Right. Uh, and second, of- second, we have a guy that just is crazy and came into the ring <laughs> and, and grabbed Brett Hart. Then three, the guy came into the, the – because he's a, a low-level MMA fighter trying to give himself some publicity. Yeah. I believe the, it's it's both B and C on that one. Yeah. Do you? Okay. <clears throat> um, so the guy – I'm on lean scripted by Vince McMahon. So the guy well, that uh, that, ch- that charged and and got arrested has a rap sheet, man. He is. Um, is his songs any good? He's had. He has three <laughs> ongoing cases: one from 2018, two from 2019. He faces charges including stalking and violating a protection order. Okay. Apparently, um, there's been criminal complaints on him uh, and a restraining order that he, of course, violated. Um, this is a. This is weird. This guy's strange, dude. Well, here's another view. It looks like to me that Bret Hart goes down pretty easy. I mean, he doesn't yeah, he, he doesn't put up any resistance, and and it looks like he's getting ready to fall where he doesn't get hurt. To me, met the man. Bubba. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, that's kind of what it looked like. You you can't deny. Well, that. Well, I mean, if you're not you're not you know Eric's expecting gone. it. Watch him. Know. Watch him. He just sits down with him. Well, I it, don't it know. may have caught him off guard. I yeah. mean, if you're giving a speech, you may not be prepared right. to defend yourself. Well, but I'm Bret Hart, though. But I think any time you go into that arena, you better be ready to protect yourself. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. So, so I'm just saying this. But we all admit this would not be above Vince McMahon. No. No, right. definitely with Bret. No, they, they script a lot, so mm-hmm. why not script it? And I'm with you. That then, then if we get to B and C, because I don't really think, because the guy doesn't look like, I really don't think the guy thinks – by golly, tonight tonight I get Bret Hart. I, I think he probably is doing it for publicity for himself. Yeah, or yeah, he's just yeah, crazy. Or he's, or, he's just, or he's just crazy. A little both. Or his buddies were up, up there and they dared him to do it. Like yeah. Speedy did at the Kiss yeah. concert. Yeah. Apparently, him and and the victim that has pressed a bunch of charges uh, on him uh, trained. They both trained at the same MMA facility, and um, apparently, there's been a problem, a feud between them. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what right. the story says. I will tell you this. They're now, Greg, let's, let, this is this is a little bit of C into a D now. Mm. There was a day, if you and I were at this event, that you would say, if you don't go slam Brad Hart. <laughs> yeah, there right could now, be a lot of that. Too. And, and and I would have done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because like you dare me to. And, yeah. and I wouldn't have to pay. You ain't got a hair if you don't charge that <laughs> ring right now and take down take Brett Hart. Take down Brett Hart during his induction. <laughs> and I would have done it. Yeah, you would have done it, Rick. Right. There was that this one night crazy. you tried to get in that ring. We were in New Orleans. By the Remember, way, it's completely. Did I win? I don't think that you never really got to fight. They stopped it. Yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg, because it was staged, Rick. They didn't really want anybody in there. Yeah, that's right. They were I, asking I, people to take on the champ, and it was completely staged. And Rick jumps in and is taking on the champ. I thought that. I thought they. They said anybody think they can beat the champ, and I got in the ring. He was over <laughs> loosening up the corner. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, of course, fun, I'm cheering him on. The funny thing is that Greg and I got separated, and he just happened to randomly be walking down the street, and he hears the guy barking. Yeah. Anybody want the champ? And he looked up, and he said he saw me stretching in the ring. Yeah, right. before, ready to go before I was asked to leave by security. And yeah. but well, you're messing the script up. Right, you weren't part yeah. of the act. They said, is there anybody here that thinks they can beat the champ? And I got in the ring. <laughs> now, if, if, I know they probably had the person they wanted in the ring. Yeah. I just got in before. They, they there was somebody else behind they, you right. trying they to They had someone planted in the crowd exactly. ready. And and I, I honestly think I could have beat her. I really do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she looked tough, but she wasn't that tough. <laughs> 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 they, Rick, they think we're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was tough, but she wasn't that tough. <laughs>
<laughs> who, are, who are you, old blue? Yeah, I was. That's too. About like that. Of I go by 305, then. <laughs> oh, <your> red face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Liberty Mutual Insurance knows you're focusing on the road right now, so we'll just describe our new online banner ads to you. They're bright, welcoming, and clickable, with a perfectly stacked headline that reads, Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. You'll find yourself drinking in this banner ad for minutes on end and wondering about your own insurance choices. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. The next time you're driving and here, you may be tempted to... It could be as simple as OMG, or even see you soon. But you won't be R-O-F-L when you hear and get pulled over for texting and driving because a ticket is nothing to LOL about. You drive, you text, you pay. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. All right, folks, you've heard us talking about what Relief Factor can do for your pain for several years now. If you struggle with occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living, consider this. Relief Factor is 100% drug-free. It's made up of ingredients that simply help your own body deal with its natural inflammatory response. And we kid you not, Relief Factor is for real. And the majority of people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95, go on to order more. Try it at relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 21 minutes now past the hour. Tonight I'll have a look and try to find my face again. Buried beneath this house, my spirit screams and dies again. All right, as uh, we make our way back, uh, you can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll, we'll cover more. Right, so, guys, i got a couple things uh, we, we need to look at here today. Do we want to talk Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg? Uh, there's a book coming out. Is somebody going behind the scenes? The name of the uh, the book is Ladies Who Punch, the Explosive Inside Story of The View. And it talks about all the different power plays and power struggles Can you imagine? involving all of these women. Uh, and it says the two who were ready to face off at a moment's notice, Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg. Hmm. So, because, you know, those are two. Whoop. They're, they're, they would be the matriarchs of the pride. They're, they're dominant. They want to run the thing. They want to, they want to be in charge. Uh, so this would be, I got to tell you, this might not be a bad read. If you get in there to get all the, but would any of it surprise you, really? No. So uh, yeah, they've been releasing different stories, I guess, since the book's been out for a few weeks. But yeah, they're they're giving us teasers, and there's a lot a lot of cat fighting going on. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce the author's name. It's uh, uh, well, Rick. I mean, we've all we yeah. kind of figured it was that way. We didn't need a book to tell us, did we? No, they said that uh, that they're the most most of the problems with Rosie O'Donnell was because Rosie wanted to challenge Whoopi. And wanted to change the show, Rosie felt that uh, that Whoopi had kind of checked out and was phoning it in. So anyway, but and and um, it goes as far, Rick, as um, to say that Rosie would pull some of the guests aside or or rant in front of them about how difficult Whoopi is to deal with mm-hmm. every day, and then um, 
would uh, storm off the stage during commercial breaks because um, Whoopi was too too difficult. Uh, she claims a doctor even told her she was having a health crisis after seeing how her. Um, uh, it says here, I think you were, uh, how the, your neck artery was throbbing during an argument with Goldberg, and that you needed to to you know relocate and and maybe make a decision on leaving. I mean, it's just the the book. If it's true, uh, just talked about it. Would seem to be. It seems as though it's more on how Whoopi was acting than it was well, Rosie. But I, I don't know. Well, here's the thing, though. If you Whoopi. think if you think about it, though, and again, I don't know what happened, and you know, don't, we don't really care. But it's it's interesting because this this is you know the view is one of those things you look at like you do those Instagram videos we just looked at of wild animal attacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gross, and you really don't want to look at it. If there's something about it, you just got to stare for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> but the um, uh, is that. It, Rosie has moved on. The show has done fine without Rosie. Rosie seems to be at odds with everybody everywhere she goes, and no one's complaining about Whoopi now. So you would, yeah. tend, you would tend to think that Rosie was the problem. Right. Just on that basic yeah. observation. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm sure it may you be. I didn't know that Rosie way. wasn't on there anymore. Yeah. 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 I'm up on it. Yeah, Greg Rosie's been going wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's right over your head every day. Yeah, I know. I that's the only reason I know. I, we say that because there's TVs in the room, and the one that's over Greg's head that he can't see, thank the Lord. Has <laughs> She's not on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. Well, okay, that's all right, Greg. That's Never fine. watched the View a lot. Yeah. Now we don't we don't change out the liberals like we do that one conservative <laughs> down at the end. So, yeah. I mean, you know, they rotate her because <laughs> <laughs> can't nobody take it. Can you imagine, Speedy? Because mm-hmm. you know we we joke a lot about what it's like to be the producer of this show. Mm-hmm. Can you? with all the quirks that we all have, but can you imagine? I mean, you're coming to work. Uh, your alarm clock your alarm clock goes off and you're you're getting you're trying to get that first cup of coffee in you and you've got to go produce the view. You've got to be the person that deals with these women every single day. It makes the train run on time. Can you imagine the no. drama? I think there's only it's like probably working in any presidential administration. You only have a period of time you can take it. Yeah, and then it just wears yeah. you out and you have yeah. to go. And you wonder if, because you know they each have a handler or maybe a research person to kind of help them get their, mm-hmm. their, their stuff sure. together each day, and then you have an overall producer or whatever. I wonder if they get along mm. or if they feud too. I don't know. I mean, it's stressful. Yeah, oh, it's got to be. A couple other items, and Bubba, you mentioned this uh, in one of the breaks, that this thing with Joe Biden that continues to uh, – <laughs> uh, I mean, we just continue. Joe is – I really do believe that this is an attempt. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? And, you know, Hansy Joe, um, <laughs> now his own wife – it, it, well, it, it, I, 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 like I say, I think this is kind of a damage control thing on mm-hmm. it, and, and maybe the case. Former Second Lady Jill Biden has a uh, book that is coming out, and in it she says her husband and his family's touchy-feely style made her feel strange and uncomfortable when the pair first started dating. Well, yeah. So yeah. It, they're, they're, they're saying this is not out of the ordinary. <laughs> but I think you're right. This is damage control. Now, we got to decide because you got to try to figure out where you draw the lines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we we really do believe and, and disagree. If I, I don't mean to speak on everybody's behalf, but it seems like we're kind of coming to the conclusion that the Democrats are almost ready to take one of their far-left socialists and throw them on the heap that is burning and let them get beat by Trump. He's only got four more years yeah. b- because of that. And then that can help them make a case 
the far left is not our best shot to win. We got to go back to pretending we're not the way we are. <laughs> right. Somebody okay. is actually telling what we believe, and we wish they'd hush. The, the, the old way was we pretended to be moderates, almost conservative, and then you elect us, and then we then we run the country like far left liberals, like we really are. Yeah. Right. This showing who we are before people can vote for us is not the best plan. Well, Rick, she went on to say he was always holding my hand, putting his arm around me, brushing the hair from my face Good Lord. when we began dating. Uh, she said that uh, that said this is a deeply personal book that she's writing, um, and she says it also uh, it was odd for her being thrust into a family of huggers that made her <laughs> feel strange and uncomfortable because she and her family were not that way. Well, look, Jill, I understand that some families are huggers, some are not. We're kind of going beyond that. I yeah, mean, see, I, 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 come hugging, I come from a hugging family, but it wasn't a touchy family where you get your hands on And you mash everybody. your forehead against yeah. their forehead and grab them by the back of the head. Guys, I don't know anybody that you meet them and they come in and put their forehead on your forehead and try to rub noses with you. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 the, Except the, in Alaska. Yeah. Right. So, I, I, and i got to give them credit. <laughs> Saturday Night Live took this on. Did they really? Yes. See, this is, goes back to our strat. I, I, think, I think they don't want him to run. I know. Because if he loses, it looks like that the moderate Democrat can't win. They want to say that, well, yeah, if we go too far to the left, we can't win. And they want Biden to stay out of this. And I think the Democrats are trying to destroy him. Yeah, probably. Because of, of that, because it's... Um, well, if you're if you're in the Bernie Sanders camp, he is uh, the one person you don't want to see get in the race because you're leading right now, yeah, and right. he's the only one that can catch you. Look, Hamley, they're loving, they're showing oh certain live demons. Are they going? Are they taking it to another level about his? And meal? they brought that uh, Jason Sudeikis back to play him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. yeah, oh my goodness, it's good. Yeah, so they you know they're making fun of him. They're, but now what he did, what he does is odd. I mean, it, yeah. it's strange. Yeah. And I've I've seen people like that, but he takes it to a yeah. Guys, I understand that some people come from families that don't hug each other and all of that. I got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's even families out there which I don't fully – I certainly understand a hug. Hug doesn't – you know, that, right. that – Oh, the kissing family? Yeah. That's these, weird. These people that kiss their kids on the mouth? Ew, Greg. That's odd. That's yeah. odd. Yeah, that's we, odd. Didn't, we didn't go that far. If you want to no. kiss somebody on the cheek or something like that, that's fine. Yeah, that's standard. Kiss. I think Joe kissed them on the forehead. No, he will. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. But, you know what's <laughs> funny? Everyone that complained against him, they had a picture to back it up. That's I know. You watch my three It showed every one of them with a complaint. He had them in a headlock. Well, yeah. it, like I say, a lot of these things you think, oh, yeah. <laughs> you never know. But, I mean, there's a lot of documentation to this one. <laughs> that's funny. By the way, that's funny. I don't care who you are. <laughs> the, 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 the Saturday Night Live thing is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he puts his head right on you. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I got a little change in my pocket going. Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? 35 minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba. So 
the Biden update, it, now his wife's got a book out. So, well, his, his family's always been a little affectionate, and it was kind of weird to me to begin with. And then they'll do those those totally staged laughs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry, honey. I know. She had a hard time fitting in with us. You know, we're a loving family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of that. I do want to point you Stand this. Stand up, Chuck. Stand up, Chuck. <laughs> uh, not what am I talking about. Uh, we were very excited over the weekend because our uh, monthly butcher box arrived. Uh, we see we got chicken in this one, chicken. which is great. We had the ground beef. Of course, we get the breakfast um, sausage and the bacon because of the the special running right now. Got some uh, uh, some roast in there, some uh, delicious roast and steaks mm. and uh, and you know, so now uh, our freezer is stocked and ready to go. You pull out the stuff you think you might be making in the next day or two. Go ahead and put it in the fridge, let it thaw out, and you're ready to go. Uh, Butcherbox.com/slash/bubba brings you meat the way it's meant to be so you get all the benefits you're supposed to unbelievable flavor unparalleled nutrition uh they work closely with the best farms and companies across the nation uh and of course when you're you're eating these delicious uh, proteins no hormones no antibiotics ever have been added just nutrient dense meat and it is fabulous and boy oh we got some of those pork chops too the heritage pork is fantastic the organic chicken free-range beef uh, the, the grass fed uh, from beginning to end, and of course the wild caught sockeye salmon that Bub I know you love from yep. Bristol Bay, Alaska. Absolutely, twenty different cuts of meat to choose from. You can customize the box any way you want. There's a variety of delivery options, and how about this? It's affordable, about six dollars a a meal, and shipping is free. And then we go to another level with this special we're running right now with the ultimate breakfast bundle. Two packs of the best-tasting bacon you've ever had. Their bacon is fantastic. Two pounds of their custom breakfast sausage, plus $20 off the first box. Uh, and how about this? Go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba. That's the only way to get that special. Also, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so other things that we need to cover. Did anybody watch the ACM Awards last night? Mm, I know, no. I know, Speedy, you can't. I can't. I'm out. Sorry. Because uh, then people have to get up and talk without a script. And uh, I, I don't oh. see any, any big stories from last night. Anybody do anything odd? Um, and Keith Urban, Entertainer of the Year, Artist of the Decade, Jason Aldean, um, and then uh, that's that's kind of the biggies. And there's other stuff in here. Casey Musgraves gets Album of the Year, and uh, uh, female artist had a big night. Mm-hmm. How about new new male artist is Luke Combs? No Luke. How about that? So uh, no no big stories from last night. No. Um, also, um, the, the other stories that we have, I know that now I know that we have someone talking again because I don't know what to do. We, we do have a, a Cortez update because it's interesting to, to watch the Democrats. They don't really know what to do, whether they should be near her or get away from her. Um, and um, we, we we have now a member of, of Congress. You know that, and, and other people that are trying to say that what she said about the world ending in, in twelve years, um, uh, just—I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> no, it's it's not. Not. the world is going to end in twelve years if we don't address right, yeah. climate change. <laughs> Alexandria. Casio Kid, Cortez. And that's not a dig at Casio Kid. <laughs> 
She got them realtor eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. So she got them. <laughs> They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. They're coming to take me it's away. Okay. Ho ho. Look at me. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Bubba, the, the problem she's going to have when she makes these kind of statements is that people are going to go out there and uh, they're going to take what she says, and most of this is easily refuted. Uh, and now there's people saying, all right, let, let's take on if she even was remotely right about saying the world, if we don't do something, the world will end in 12 years. So the Associated Press, which you know not really known as a real conservative group, They've already reported last month that there's no scientific consensus consensus uh, of any kind that says the planet only has 12 years to fix the problem of climate. <laughs> Shocker! Listen, I'll I'll take that bet. Yeah, and, yeah. and, uh, and these are people. Yeah. That, you know, I, I, we're, the clock's already at 11, 11 and a half. Yeah. So mm-hmm. countdown's on. I believe you could bet the farm if the Lord tarries. I think you're all right. Yeah. Um, so, so she missed the boat when the people went from doing those kind of predictions to going, "Hey, fifty years from now," because then right. nobody can call them on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if she y'all... broke the mold on that. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. She needs to go further out, so she'll be long gone by yeah. the time that's yeah. proven to be a total failure. Yeah, Greg, they need to listen to you. If you're going to make some end of the the world announcement, have it beyond your lifetime. Oh yeah. So that you're yeah. not seventy five years from now, we're in trouble. <laughs> so you're not here for somebody to say that you're an absolute idiot. Uh, but anyway, she, they said even if you go to the panel on climate change, and they claim they have hundreds of scientists that believe this, <laughs> that they're using a model of 2030. Now, we don't believe that either. But even they are saying we don't know where 12 years came from. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we don't, you know, they, they said that. Um, Ricky, if you really think it's 12 years, you can't go to sleep at night. Yeah. You're out in the street screaming, we got to make a change. They I mean, say, that's crazy. They yeah. say if we can get these things done by 2030, we can save the world. Um, well, guys, that's. Now, you know, not not it's going to be over. Right? Yeah, by the, by, yeah, right. yeah, not over by then. They're saying you could, you could, we're going to be here long past that. And they said, why she says that if we don't start right now, now I don't believe yeah. I don't believe that if we need to get started at any point because I think all this is hogwash. And I say that by the way people actually behave. Uh, but anyway, so um, they're saying that uh, for her to try to stir everybody into some kind of frenzy over this, uh, even people who believe that human beings have something to do with climate, they do not believe twelve years is is the we're all going to be gone. No, well, it, Rick, nobody does. That's something she's pulled out of the air. Who knows? Right. So, um, so do anyway. we even know where she got that from? Because uh, she has so many scientists backing her up. I mean, can <laughs> one of them tell us where she got Somebody that from? Somebody told her when she was bartending last year. Yeah. Well, she was just yeah. talking to a customer. Well, right. speaking of you know bartending talk. and talking, uh, did you see she's also getting a little criticism? She spoke mm. at uh, Al Sharpton's big uh, shindig this weekend, and she's being accused of changing her speech. Pulled a Hillary. Did you hear this? No. Uh, what yeah. happened? Have you got the tone. video? Yeah, up? I got a little bit. She's okay. been accused of changing her accent because she's. Oh, in front I did of see that. I, yeah. I hadn't heard it, but I heard yeah, about it. Yeah. You're right. I heard mm-hmm. it. This yeah. is the Hillary Clinton thing. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, no. There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. There is nothing wrong with driving the buses that take your family to work. 
There is nothing wrong with being a working person in the United States of America. And there is everything dignified. Who said there was? No, we just said that. Who said there was? No. Who is she talking about? By the way. I don't remember nobody saying those were wrong. Nobody has. Can I tell you where, honestly, I just realized something with bartending and all this we heard where she now is speaking and she's starting to change the way she talks. Like she's going to whip the African-American crowd into a frenzy. Right. Uh, and she did get a you-go-ahead girl. But um, the um, I think she got the 12 years from Ted Danza. You think so? Do you remember, remember Ted said that? Is he the scientist that she's called? But now, according to Ted, we should already be gone. No, right? long gone. Yeah. He's Greg, already missed once. Greg, mm-hmm. he said that. And we again. get this from the actor from Taxi, <laughs> he, he, the <laughs> expert on climate change. <laughs> he said that. He said that in like no, the, he was, the 80s. He was in Cheers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was about, Yeah, it was in Cheers. He was in Cheers, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. One of them. I'm thinking about Jeff Conway. Yeah. yeah. Same guy. But Ted it was Dan- all those same series, yeah, right? Same hair. That was a good Barney Miller too. If I have, <laughs> if I have this right, he said we had twelve years to live, like in the eighties. He did, and, and maybe, oh, really? and maybe she's just remembering that off the top of her head and doesn't realize. She said twelve. So she, I guess she says you're supposed to say twelve every time you say this. But Speedy, this I, of her trying to I do that take my headphones off. <laughs> no, no, I don't know if y'all saw me uh, the way I was reacting. It didn't change the look of her eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Can we cut that out where she just says there's nothing wrong with that, okay. that last segment? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes folding for other clothes. people to buy. Right. Yeah, man. Nobody ever said that. No. With preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. There is nothing wrong with driving the buses that take your family to work. There is nothing wrong with being a working person in the United States of America, and there is everything dignified about it. Now, that, the point is, most people don't go from bartender to being on some finance committee the next year. You know what I mean? For the government. That was the oh, oversight really? of our nation's banks. Uh, yeah. That's the fun that, part that's, of that. That's the point everyone's making. So, if you want to know how everybody really feels, you just go back to the vote on the new Green Deal. And it got... None. Not one. Not it's, it's strange times right now. I mean, it is. I feel like I'm at the zoo. Not it's So watching that Instagram, dude. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba Rick and, and final Bubba, phone calls Rick next. And Bubba. All right, there's room for you if you want to try to get in there on the phone here to wrap up this hour. 866 We Be Big is our number. Skunk Baxter, line it up and get you ready to go. And if you dial right now, you will get in. And we look forward to talking to you. Before we wrap this hour up, while you are getting in line and ready to go, let's say hello to the Ungers. Where's Greg and Beth? Greg and Beth Unger, there they are. Here with us today in the golden ticket seats, Tanner Watley is here. Michael Sims is here. Chris Turner is in the house. Uh, We also have Allison and Robert Crumbly. They're here with us today. Chase Wood, uh, Alex Farmer, and Kevin Montgomery. Kevin's about to get married. Really? So he was still, yeah, he's about to get married. And got the boys together, went to see Rick and Bubba today. Everybody here today gets a pound of BuzzBox coffee. If you'd like to get your free pound of coffee, just go to rickandbubba.com and click on BuzzBox. We'll send you a pound if you've never subscribed. You'll only pay $1 flat shipping free fee. And you also check out our coffees of the month. And if you're already a subscriber, try some of those. The best coffee you've ever tasted, 10% of every cup. Goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. They also get a Rick and Bubba double CD. If you're looking for Rick and Bubba CDs, go to rickandbubba.com. Click on the store. 
you can't find a hard copy, that means uh, they no longer exist. But all titles can be found on iTunes, every single one from the last 25 years. The new one, Making Radio Great Again, is now available. All right, so, Bob, I need a number here today between 1 and 10. 1 and 10. What about uh, number 8? Number 8. How about Chase Wood? Chase Wood, $50 American Express gift card is yours, brother. Courtesy of Dr. Dudney. Don't forget, Fix Mama's Mouth is back. Dr. Dudney will be providing a $15,000 dental makeover for somebody's mama. If you have an Interjet, go to rickandbubba.com and go to the contest button and follow to the letter, the instructions, and maybe your mama will be the next winner in Dr. Dudney's Fix Mama's Mouth. But today, Dudney, give us a $50 American Express gift card mm-hmm. to Chase Wood. So congratulations. Chase. We'll get a pick made with him here in just a second. To Lunch the, is on him. To yeah. the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Bruce out of Nashville, Music City, watching on YouTube. What's up, Bruce? Hey, man, loving the YouTube channel. I'm a 25-year veteran, but it is really great to see this. Again, your analogy about sausage, you got to be careful. Yep. I got it. Yep. But, hey, Greg is running away with the comments on the YouTube. The women are digging him. He's Mr. Sexy. He's got, it going on. He's got a new responsibility. He has got to reach out to these people and make sure they know that he, that he is receiving the love. Well, he's the lady's pet and a man's regret. That's it right there. Must be this good hair I got. So the women on the chat there it. on the YouTube channel are chatting about little – Oh, redneck sexy. Oh, okay. <laughs> they like them some Greg. They uh-huh. do. Like I said, it must be this Mama's airline. little man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something about being a gen dad has got him fired up. <laughs> my pocket. To the phones we go, uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's go to Jason out of the great state of Alabama. Jason, go ahead. 30 seconds. I say Bernie Sanders is going to be the next one they throw in the fire because if you see his interviews and all that, he's a hugging and showing up a kissing. Well, I know, and that's not even the ladies, but I, I will tell you. Um, so, if the far, if if the Democrats think the far left is not the way to go, and we say give us all the Bernie and Casio Kid Cortez and all them you can, they, they got to stop Bernie. They're gonna have to stop the Bernie. I saw Big Bad Bernie having to defend it wasn't him harassing women, but some of his campaign workers yeah. last year were. That's right. And he said he was too busy out working. He didn't uh, know course, what was yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Big bad but burn. it wasn't on burn, but they did have some campaigners that were getting a little Joe well, Biden. Well, he, he's mm-hmm. the leading fundraiser right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know. Bill back burn. back yeah. to the Music City, Nashville. Tim, standing by. Tim, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, first time caller. Thanks, uh, man. Appreciate you calling. I uh, figured out that I saw on the internet, I looked it up, that uh, Ted Danson said in 1988 that the oceans would die in 10 years. <laughs> wow. Wow, he's all over that. Boy, and Mike Limbaugh it. called him on it in, in 2007, and, of course, he backtracked. And Well, well that's not exactly true. So, anyway, yeah, so the first time I listened to you, I was in Huntsville, Alabama on 9-11, 2001. Wow. You told me about the towers. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, that was the thing I, that I was wondering because I knew Ted Danson said something in the 80s, and, and it did not happen. And it was, it was 10 to 12 years in that March, so you're right. John out of the great state of Mississippi. John, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning. I noticed on the CMA Award show last night, Miranda Lambert really gave a song that was a big kiss off to, to Blake uh, and uh, then ended up performing a George Strait. So I think she may have won out over Blake last night. I didn't see it, but it was a pretty tough song about being glad she got out of Oklahoma. Oh, really? She's written a song about glad to be out of Oklahoma? 
them yeah. <coughs> songwriters. Right, yeah, Roger. Country music will just write songs back and forth to each other. In a public family breakup where you're singing to each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not good. That's second only to a dance song, isn't it? Hey, y'all, this is Blake Shelton, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. That was an interesting day on the show, by the way. Um, but <laughs> That's wh- when he announced they were dating. I, when I saw one of these documentaries mm-hmm. about Fleetwood Mac, now these are artists singing back and forth to each other. They said during the, the Fleetwood Mac years that that they would write songs to each other Mm-hmm. All the yeah. different relationships yeah. in the band, and they don't have to get up and perform and look at you like, hey. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Because they mean? because they all dated each other and all this yeah. stuff, oh, and yeah. they get mad and write a song about it, and I'll say it'd be a hit, and you're like, well, I guess we got to do it. <laughs> so I'm singing it's in the playlist. Hey, did you, did you, what did you write that about? <laughs> Where, where's this lyric come from? <laughs> Go your own way. What up? <laughs> um, we continue. Eight six six. We be big. Birmingham. One zero four seven. WZZK. Lisa, standing by. Lisa, go ahead. Hey, first time caller. Thank you very much. Appreciate you calling. Um, calling by AOC. I'm going to be late for work, but I had to call. Okay. Uh, you know, she graduated cum laude from Boston University with a degree in economics, and she bartended after her father died to help support her family. So it's called Google. So maybe if you tried that, you would know that. But that explains the, the idiot that you think she is. She has a degree in economics. No, I no, think I she's think, an idiot yeah, by what comes a, out of her mouth. She's uh, an idiot, not no matter how much being paper a bartender. she's got. Yeah. <laughs> not because she's a bartender. Babylon B said it best. That makes sense. I didn't get the joke, but but you just explained it, and I appreciate that. That uh, Boston University, after hearing the new Green Deal and her plans for the country, Want the e- economics degree back? Yes, that one be potato. That's a good one because I mean, like this girl, she's all mad about it, but it ain't <laughs> all mad about. I mean, it. You can get all mad about, it. but it's everything. The crit- the criticism she's getting is because of things that she has said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, her the, new the, green deal was hey, probably the dumbest thing I've yeah. heard as an adult. I really. thought someone was kidding when they read it. I said, oh, I thought it was one. a Saturday Night Live yeah. skit. Lisa, rebuild every building. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lisa, I think everybody's right. The bartender thing has come after. The comments. I don't have. A I, be- I believe if she came out and said things that made sense, even if it politically wasn't my particular party, the new Green Deal and the things she says and the way she says them, and of course, let's don't forget the number of things that she's gotten wrong. Remember when she was running, she didn't even know how the government was set up, and said they need the Democrats need to take over all three branches of Congress. So. You know, there, there's been it's the things coming out of her mouth that make people think she doesn't know what she's talking about, not where she went to school, what she did for a living. Now you're right; they've been throwing in what you did for a living afterwards. But um, the reason why people would be shocked that she went to Boston University and got an economics degree is because the things she says don't seem to indicate she knows anything about economics. Yeah, uh, and and the thing surely you don't think the new Green Deal reflects super intelligence. She said, take Wikipedia, you big jerks. Yeah. <laughs> Google. Take that. <laughs> well, when I Google it, Google says, it Rick. I can also Google things Casio Kid Cortez got wrong. <laughs> That's that a- lady that calls no longer allowed to listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Let her listen to <laughs> No, one more day. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.